Blog Talk Radio. Mozart, think Mozart, huh? 
The love received so far has been so hard. There's a few dudes to run, but they medulla they sharp. Man, they so soft. Don't be thrown off any Zoloft. Avoid them at all costs, like raccoons or skunks. But back to the regular schedule program. The program is sponsored by Seven Heaven. What else in hell can you get an open line to heaven at 11-11? Emerge at the other end of those meditation portals and elevated walk tools. Even some abort tools. Any questions, comments, or concerns, press one. To everyone else, thanks for attending another session. I'm pleased to teach, but it's an honor to learn. Certainly, courtesy of KTL University. Oh, please don't be frightened. I'm terribly sorry about this. You are. Peace to you and yours. Peace to you and yours. This is Know the Ledge Radio, and you are now rock best. Oats, brother Blue. Peace to you. Soon to be joined by my co-host, brother Red Pill. Any moment. All right. Peace, peace, peace to the family. Peace to the family. Welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. This is your co-host, the brother Red Pill, reporting live and direct in the building. All right. Peace to the family. Uh, chat room is open. Yeah, shout out to the chat. Yes, sir. Monumental shout out, salute, salutations to everybody who joined us for Friday's program. If anybody yeah, is within yeah. earshot of this message and you missed Friday's program, we featured the nine-year-old Young Phenom, true Young Phenom, nine-year-old King Nye, electrifying motivational speaker on the scene, all right? Young brother with purity in his heart for his people, for his generation, for our generation, for all of us, all of humanity. Young man with a message, stepping forward and doing the work. Check him out. You know, he is uh, heavy on social media, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. All right, King Na, N-A-H-H, wonderful feedback from that show, positive feedback. You know, the energy that's flowing is just so positive in regards to the receptivity to that brother's appearance, his message, the interview, father-son relationship, that entire dynamic. Got a few requests. Uh, to do a show focused on daughters now, you know? So yeah. we're going to be doing that very shortly as well. All right? So that, that's coming soon. Um, Yeah, yeah, beautiful experience, man. The young brother is so professional. He called me Saturday and apologized because, you know, we went over 12 o'clock and he fell asleep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and he's just, he's a professional. He's he's a, a consummate gentleman, you know what I'm saying, in regards to his mannerisms and his responsibilities and how serious he takes his career, because it is a career. He's embarking on a mission. This is what he was chosen for. This is what he chose himself for. 
So, yeah, man, I look forward to uh, plenty of things with that collective in the future and more outreach to the babies. I want to do a lot more programs um, focus on the children, you know. Hopefully, you know, we can have something on the network where the children can just host their own shows and run the boards and everything, do their own thing. So we calling in and asking them questions. Yeah. I don't want to necessarily be the ones asking, you know, them questions all the time. You know, it's, it's dialogue. They should be asking us questions. We should ask them questions. You know what I'm saying? Um, I want to see them in positions of power and leadership because if you're telling me, if the flip side is, you're telling me that 19 and 20-year-olds run the world anyway because of the music industry. You're telling me that the keys to the mansion have been handed over <laughs> to children that's going to party mm-hmm. when the parents is away. That's what they do. So you're telling me that, you know, um, our children with their pants hanging off of their ass, you know, those are the children that are running the world. This is what you're telling me. So I'm like, okay. If that's the case, then I can hand those keys over to some children that actually got their pants pulled up and, and got a, you know, got some history in their head and, and a business-minded entrepreneur spirit and have a global outlook as well. You know what I'm saying? Not to necessarily draw a wedge between both of those, quote-unquote, you know, classes of, of brothers and sisters, but I think that if we provide the, plaf- the platform where there's a balance between the two, you know what I'm saying, it can hopefully balance one another out because they have a better chance at dialoguing with one another than we do with them. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So I look forward I look forward to that, you know? All right. Yes, Brother KT, the arts degree, will be debuting the Avengers Decoded on May 1st here on KTL Radio, Friday, May 1st, the the, the day that the movie comes out. He is assembling an all-star cast of Avengers, I believe, Clico, LL Star, LL Five Star, hopefully, I think that's the brother's name. Forgive me if I'm getting it wrong, but... Nonetheless, you know, he's bringing the guns out. He will be here doing what he does best, all right, laying the track work, giving you the alternative track, not the fast track they're going to put you on, you know what I'm saying, but that back track where things really get done, that source code, you're going to show you the DNA of this movie and how you can actually utilize it for your edutainment instead of your entertainment and entertainment. Okay, so shout out to, you know, the giant of the decoding realm, KT, the arch degree. Definitely. Yeah. And I want to send a special shout out to everybody that came out on Sunday in New York City. Okay. Yeah. And um, was out there showing love for Dr. Ben's. Homecoming celebration, yeah. okay. All of the illustrious speakers of that day, our brother Haba Kaba Khomeini, okay, otherwise known Khomeini, as Khomeini, Khomeini. Yeah, yes, 
uh, a brother Lenny Justine. How about higher, higher, yeah. Higher, yes. Um, our brother Professor James Smalls. Yes, our brother yes. the OG. Our brother Marge. Yes, yes, the triple OG. <laughs> and um, then we had the young guy. We had our brother Infidici, hold on. Oh, oh. Quadruple OG, yeah. Yeah, quadruple yeah, yeah, yeah. OG. Our brother uh-huh. and yeah, um, yeah. then we had the youngins. We had our brother. Hold on, Taj Tariq Bay. Yeah. Damn, Taj Tariq Bay. All right, yeah. representing. And um, our brother Brady. Quintessential OG. Yeah. Brother Shaka huh? Atmos. Yes. Our brother, yes. Uh, our young OGs. Yeah. Um, young OGs. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, indeed. And then. Our brother Thalos said he closed it out. All right. And, um, Indeed. It was definitely. OG, yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It was a good look. You yeah, know, it, was, um, it, was, it was upstairs, and we could only concur from the demonstration that the ancestors are pleased. Um, you got everything there. You had the tribute, you have the personal testimonies, the stories. And then you got a sampling of what the younger generation intends on uh, adding on, you know, to the legacy of their master teachers, the contribution that they bring forth by way of their dissertation, by way of their discourse, what their specialties are, how they've decided to tackle, you know, this piece. So salute to those brothers, you know what I'm saying? And an open-door invite to the sisters, there was a... Uh, you know, a question brought up at the end about why these panels are so heavily masculated. And I explained to the people that earlier this year, if anybody was listening, you know, just by naming it the conscious community, that's a, a masculine energy. You know, consciousness is masculine, subconsciousness is feminine. So this year is supposed to be a balance. It's supposed to bring, bring in the subconscious aspect of, of, of the brain. You know, that quantum, that 95% feminine aspect. So we got to open those doors and, and the sisters got to step forth. You know, we can't create what's not there. If it's there, it needs to present itself out of the void. It needs to come into that physical manifestation up front and center. This is a wonderful place to start. This is this is a haven. We protect our our mothers and our sisters and our daughters. So... This is an open call. You got that information. You got that wisdom. You know, you have that grace with your approach. The people need to hear from you. Let's balance this thing out. You know, it's, you know, and, and as Brother Shaka Atmos was saying, you know, the great ancestors, his work, his breakthroughs, his, his you know, his contributions was all for in so many ways the restoration, resurrection, you know what I'm saying? And just the divine placement of the feminine mm-hmm. principle, you know what I'm saying? The mother yeah. goddess, that's what Dr. Ben stood for. That's what he stood for. You feel me? And, and Chaka almost cracked it open with the shishat, shishat, you know what I'm saying? Uh, breakdown and revelation that he brought forth. And, and this brother is going to be on the program very shortly to uh, go forward on that subject, you know what I'm saying, dig a little bit deeper, you know, hopefully we can, 
merge platforms and, and do a visual presentation as well on the uh, on the conference call platform that I, you know what I'm saying, was utilizing for the Law 44. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you know, it's, 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 the invite is there, the information is there, the groundwork has been laid, you know, the stage is set. You know what I'm saying? Now's the time. Don't let Hillary snatch all the fun up out of the air. You feel me? Don't let her jump on the campaign and, and, and get on her pony and shit. You know what I'm saying? Suck all the energy up for this whole aspect of what we are saying is the whole subconscious merging with the conscious mind and the quote-unquote what they call the community, which is just a later manifestation of mind to begin with. You feel me? We look forward to that. All right? Yes, we do. Yes, indeed. Indeed. Indeed, indeed. So everybody that showed up, uh, I was getting a lot of people that came through, and um, they were coming up to me talking about they enjoy the show, you know, um, they appreciate the work and everything. And uh, a few people were talking about Friday's show as well. Very excited, very happy to uh, know that the uh, the crystals and the young ones um, are doing the work. Not just talking about it, you know, not just pontificating, but, you know, the, um, the new generation is actually being created. And that young man did a lot to show and prove that, um, you know, a single father... You know what I'm talking about? A single father, uh, a black man, you know what I'm saying? Aboriginal, indigenous brother. Okay. um, Could do um, monumental things when he applies his mind to it. And it's the same thing with our sisters who are raising our crystals, our young crystals, our young. Word. um, Shout out and salute to y'all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, rainbow. You know what I'm saying? I want to have a, yeah, y'all need a a national parade and shit. Y'all need a ticker tape, you know what I'm saying? They need to float some floats down Fifth Avenue, coming all the way up to Harlem for y'all. Real talk, you know? Definitely. This shit is not easy at all, and y'all do it with such grace. Mm -hmm. Definitely salute. So, um, you know, yeah. It was, it was definitely um, a good time. I look forward. I know the summer's starting, you know what I mean? And um, with that, I know that there are a lot of, you know, new events that are coming up, things of that coast, I mean, things of that nature. So I look forward to what the summer is going to bring or, you know, the spring. You know what I mean? I look forward to just being active getting a lot of phone calls, people inquiring, and they want to do some things. So, you know, we'll look out. Yeah, we got some things coming up. We're not going to talk about them. Yeah, we're going to polish it and and present it, you know what I'm saying, in its best possible packaging and presentation. We're not going to take too long because time is of the essence. But there's definitely something coming down the pipeline. All right. Shout out to Brother Rich. Underground Railroad, 
Shout out to Sarnetta, Sarnetta TV. Shout out to all of the other industrious um, malls out there, especially those in media, pushing the line at the forefront. Shout out to our fashion designers. I was, you know, quite elated to see three out of the four of our illustrious comedic lines in the building for the Venice Tribute. I saw Nubia Apparels was in there. I seen Pharonic, you know what I'm saying? And, of course, Kings County was in the building. I ain't seen Brother Raul Moss since he's been taking pictures with billionaires, but, you know, <laughs> he might be it. You know, Nick might have percentages and titles for all I know. But shout-out to him nonetheless. You feel me? Because he's still here and his work is represented. Our brother, uh, Kaba, yeah, he be, yeah, he throws them things on. He throw yeah, that Kaba raw son. Omar on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kaba's son yeah, is you becoming a designer. Yeah. But Kaba's, yeah, Kaba's representing that raw Omar line, unlike any other that I've seen. Yeah, he, he does, does that. a good job with that. He does that. He does that. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to him for sure. Um, yeah, so... You know that was that was that was honorable. I really like what I saw, and I I was supposed to go snatch something up. I wanted to get that fitted from the Nubia brothers, the uh, with the Nick colorway, and mm-hmm. I gotta catch yeah. up with them. But yeah, they had some they had some pieces. Yeah, I, I love was, their designs, I was supposed man. To it up with them about some stuff too. Um, yeah, we gotta follow up. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, you know, like, seeing. Seeing more lecture, I mean, seeing more, um, what you call it, vendors come out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's 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 very it's very um, it's very good to see that. It's very good to see yeah. the the new upstarts. You know what I'm saying? Yes, that's indeed. You know, I see my inspirations all around the place. I seen Sea Monsters in the building. I seen the Four finger quartz rings was in the building. Yeah, should just be replicating, but I love it because that's what it's mm-hmm. that's what it's all about. It's about you know adding on and and, and planting seeds and seeing your children run around. That's what it be. That's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man. So what 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 else is good with you though? Bro, I'm just, you know, I'm here. I'm just ready to get this thing on the way. I'm tired of talking. I'm getting frustrated, you know, with with, with, with the planning and plotting phase. I'm just ready to put my hands in the soil, get my hands filthy, get the dirt underneath my nails, get the planting, get the harvesting, showing and proving, you know what I'm saying, and living in my higher self to its highest possibilities whatsoever till the wheels fall off, you know, and, 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 you know, I, I, it's nothing left to say. So, like, tonight's information, I'm, I'm, I'm like, over all of the mental stimulus, you know what I'm saying, getting excited about, oh, my God, this opportunity is going on, and that's opportunity is going on. It's like, you know, it's time to seize opportunities, you know. Yes. You don't have to talk about it. Yeah, opportunities are like, yeah, you know, the cowboys that come out on them horses and them horses is get to bucking and shit like that. And you got to properly 
straddle yourself in and ride that horse and then subdue it to a degree, that's opportunity. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to harness it. You got to get on top of it. It's going to be bumpy. You know, you got to ride those bumps until you master the turbulence. Then you have to subdue that animal and tame that beast. And then it starts to work for you. And it makes you a legend. You feel me? So that's my my P. Morpheus analogy for the night. Uh-huh. And that 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 anxiety that that you know that wild beast that's that's best replicating or that's that's the best way that I can explain that anxiety of, of how I feel about these projects and and you know some of these upcoming shows that. We're going to bring forth some more people with some more solutions. They're going to marvel your mind and tell you some more fantastic things. And it's it's not as if, you know, all of these things are tangible. All of these things are doable. All of these things are in motion and already being done. But we could do it so much more magnanimously. For all of the emails I get and phone calls I get and, and people stopping me in the street and telling me what they need or what's needed or how we should do this or how we should do that. I just expect people to be ready to move when it's time to move, man. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it's coming. You know, especially for the family that's on this line, the KTL family. Um, we're going to, during the show tonight, we're going to touch on KTL empowerment and what it meant for the brothers, the inhabitants of KTL empowerment that actually, you know, joined and benefited off of it. But the next phase that we are going to be introducing to the family in a form of empowerment, like Blue Pill said, you just got to be ready. Like, And if you know us, you know that we're not about endangering anybody. We don't really promote putting your neck on the line in a way that, you know, would take you away from your family, things of that nature. So if you're looking for yeah. that kind of motivation or that kind of, for that, you know, that trap rap, you can go somewhere else because we're not about playing with your emotions, pulling on your emotional strings and putting batteries in oh, your back. Yeah. To, to or making you, you take penitentiary, 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 inside the community. It's not what this is about. We have some powerful, I'm, I'm talking about powerful, powerful solutions. It will not take anything but trust and a few dollars to initiate it. And we just have you just have to be ready. When you hear it, when you hear the solution, just keep you know, don't fake it. Don't wait for anybody else. Don't sit around and second guess. You know, don't do anything because like I said, when we present this information what we've been doing over all of these years. We never second guessed you. We never pumped fakes on you. We never you know, we never we never put into consideration that some people might not be ready for the information. What did we do? We gave you the information, we sacrificed self. You know what I'm saying? We put it all on the line. We got out there, we got all of these hundreds and hundreds of brothers and sisters together. Okay? Teachers and and, and things of that nature, master teachers master students, set the platform up. So it's going to come a time where we're going to say, you know what, family, it's time for y'all to get back. 
You know what I mean? It's time for y'all to put something in the pot. And once again, in tradition of KTL, it's not about us. It, it, it's not about making anything, you know, for KTL better than the next man. This is about the collective, like it's always been. You know, like it's always been. It's, this is this this movie is about empowering the collective, not about empowering one person so they could brag and, and, and style on you and tell, talk about what they have, don't have. This is about empowering everybody and actually not just sit around and, and, and twiddle our thumbs because we have ideas. We could fund these ideas. We could actually develop these ideas. We could move forward on building on new innovations and new ideas and truly tap into who we say that we reincarnated as. There's a lot of reincarnated entities walking these streets. Last time I checked, when I do research on these entities and these reincarnated spirits and all of that, they wasn't just teaching or writing books. You know what I'm saying? That that wasn't their modus operandi. They didn't become legends in history for doing that. They were doing more than that. So if you came back to do something, well, let's do it. And the only thing that's been stopping us is us. I'm here to say that. There's nobody in your way. When you dialed up the show today, didn't nobody block your call. When you were going on your way to the National Black Theater, when nobody jumping out of cars, grabbing you, renditioning you to stop you from going inside the building. When you logged on to Facebook today, nobody was blocking your hands for putting in your password. There's nobody in our way. Nobody whatsoever. Absolutely not. Get that out of your head. Stop it. There's nobody's going to take anything from you. There's nobody's going to stop you from doing anything. The only person who's going to stop you is that little nigga on your shoulder that's whispering in your ear that got you pump faking and doing all kind of other stuff going backwards. That's it. There's nobody. Ain't no point. If you buy land, ain't nobody going to firebomb you. There's no tank being deployed because keep in mind, you got Asians buying land. You got Iranians buying land. You got Israelis buying land. You got the Chinese buying land, the Russians buying land. They're buying cities and whatnot. They bought out Detroit, the Japanese, who they dropped the bomb on. They're buying land. So there's no National Guard deploying on their land. There's no uh, uh, drones bombing these lands in America that's being bought up, these little villages. Europeans have all of this um, uh, 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 eco-friendly land that they bought up. They have communes all uh, all up and down the 50 states. So ain't nobody bombing them. So what the hell are you talking about? You get some land and they're going to bomb yours. Like, if you having that conversation, it's a good thing that I'm not even in the same building as you because I don't want to, I don't even want to be around anybody talking like that. You know, that's, that's, that's an antiquated conversation that took place in the 60s, and like I'm saying, are you with the evolution or are you revolving backwards? Are you with the revolution or the devolution? You know, you have to be able to identify because this conscious thing has multiple levels to it. Everybody's not in the same boat. Going back to what we're saying, once we establish that nobody's in our way, that the power that we've always had is in our numbers, it's in our networks, and the only thing that we have to do is press play, then we'd be able to move forward. Until then, you know, it'll just be, I don't even know what it's going to be, but it ain't, you know, it's not going to be in the progressive state that we need it to be if we just keep on playing games, you know. Yeah. 
Okay, if our guests are in the building, please press 1, and we will begin our program tonight, all right? We look forward to this program tonight. If the family is not familiar with Michael Singleton, he is um, he is uh, he's, a, he's one of our own, you know, he's, on, he's, he's part of KTL Empowerment. He's part of KTL University. He's a staple with us. Um, the brother is knowledgeable on multiple topics, multiple different topics. He is a consultant. He's an entrepreneur. He's a researcher. He's a motivational speaker and a friend, you know, and I look forward to the information that the brother is going to bring to us tonight on um, the uh, endeavors that he's created over the past few months. All right, you will benefit from it. Uh, if you don't benefit from it personally, I'm sure that there's somebody in your circle or in your family somewhere will be able to benefit from it. Tonight we'll be talking about cannabis, C-A-N-N-A-B-I-Z, cannabis, the new industrial paradigm, all right? Shout out to everybody that celebrated 420 yesterday. I saw my brother Hakeem Green from Channel Live. I saw my brother Terry yeah. Jane. They were in Denver, Colorado. Uh, my brother Amir El Bay and ATL and Pool, Noble Land Pool. You know what I mean? A lot of people are, um, you know, tapping into that industry. And um, I'm saluting you because you're definitely on the right page. Uh, brother Michael Single, Mother Mike, if you're in the building, press one so we can open up your line. Yes, indeed. So we're going to wait for our guests. You want me to go into a song or something while we wait for our guests, Blue? Um, if you have any songs that you might want to get into, if that's the case. Oh, yeah, family. <laughs> Should we do it? Is, is it? Is it? Uh, yeah, you know, because the mixtape ain't here as of yet, but we are working. And I'm I'm tired of hearing myself talk about it. You know what I'm saying? But we 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 got it's bigger than the mixtape. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's just, it's really it's really uh it's just on another level. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's definitely on another level. The work that's being done in the um still work. The product, yeah, the product product that we whipping up. It's incredible. You know, the whole world needs to hear this. So we're over here working, you know, on top of everything else. Yeah, I might retire once that drops. I might retire from radio and just stick to music. Let's play some Mortal Man real quick. Yeah, let's do it. All right, family. We're going to play this song from Kendrick Lamar. And then when our guest comes on, we will get right back at you. Go to 
Mandela. Hope my flow stay propelling. Let these words be your earth and moon. You consume every message. As I lead this army, make room for mistakes and depression. And with that being said, my nigga, let me ask this question. When shit hit the fan, is you still a fan? When shit hit the fan. One, two, one, two, one, two. Uh, when shit hit the fan, is you still a fan? When shit hit the fan, is you still a fan? The ghost of Mandela, hope my flow stay propelling. Let these words be your earth and moon, you consume every message. As I leave this army, make room for mistakes and depression. And with that being said, my nigga, let me ask this question. When shit hit the fan, is you still a fan? When shit hit the fan, is you still a fan? Won't you look to your left and right, make sure you ask your friends. When shit hit the fan, is you still a fan? Do you believe in me? Are you deceiving me? Could I let you down easily? Is your heart where it need to be? Is your smile on permanent? Is your foul on lifetime? What you know where the sermon is? If I died in this next line, if I'm tried in the court of law, if the industry cut me off, if the government want me dead, pack cocaine in my car, would you judge me a drug head or see me as Kayla Mark? Or question my character and degrade me on every block? Want you to love me like Nelson? Want you to hug me like Nelson? I freed you from being a slave in your mind. You're very welcome. You tell me my song is more than a song. It's surely a blessing. But a prophet ain't a prophet till he asks you this question. When shit hit the fan, is you still a fan? When shit hit the fan, is you still a fan? Won't you look to your left and right, make sure you ask your friend. When shit hit the fan, is you still a fan? The coast of Mandela, hope my flow stay propelling. Let my word be your earth and moon, you consume every message. As I leave this army, make room for mistakes and depression. And with that... Do you believe in me? How much you believe in her? Around if them 25 years occur, you think he gon' hold you down when you down behind bars hurt? You think y'all on common ground if you promise to be the first? Can you be immortalized without your life being expired? Even though y'all share the same blood, is it worth the time? Like who got your best interest? Like how much are you dependent? How clutch are the people that say they love you and who pretended? How tough is your skin when they turn you in? Do you show forgiveness? What brush do you bend with dust in your shoulders from being offended? What kind of den did they put you in when the lions start hissing? What kind of bridge did they burn revenge in your mind? When it's mentioned, you wanna love like Nelson You wanna be like Nelson You wanna walk in his shoes, but your peacemaker seldom You wanna be remembered and deliver the message That considers the blessing of everyone This your lesson for everyone Say when shit hit the fan, is you still a fan? When shit hit the fan, is you still a fan? Won't you look to your left and right, make sure you ask your friends When shit hit the fan, is you still a fan? The voice of Mandela, hope this flow stay propelling. Let my word be your earth and moon, you consume every message. As I leave this army, make room for mistakes and depression. And if you riding with me, nigga, I've been rolled off before. I got abandonment issues, I hold grudges like bad judges. Don't let me resist you, that's not nothing like. Want you to love me like nothing. Radio presents Cannabis, the new industrial paradigm featuring Michael Singleton. Nodalist Radio, in conjunction with KTL Empowerment, invites you to another epic broadcast. In the spirit of solution-based dialogue, we present to you an insight into legalized marijuana industry blossoming in the U.S. The hemp revolution has started. Get your ticket in the lift in the first-class section of the train. History is in the making. This time, the folks who look like you and I can profit from America's next industrial revolution. Get on board by joining us tonight as we are enlightened about uh, we are enlightened about this new paradigm. Tune in tonight, family classes and session. Without any further ado, call it from the eight three two two nine one. Hey, so welcome to Know the Legs Radio. Greetings, brother. How you doing? 
Oh, man. Can't complain. How you doing, good brother? Doing great, man. I've got um, Peace, brother someone Mike. else uh, to be on the call with me. I'm in the 713962. Brother Todd, part of, okay. the, of our team. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Brother Todd, if you can press 1, we will promptly open up your line. One on your phone, and we'll be able to open up your line. There you go. Peace, brother Mike. Peace, brother. How you doing? Call us from the 713-962. Peace and welcome to Know the Legs Radio. Uh, greetings, brothers. How you doing? This is Brother Todd. All is from Todd. Peace, Peace, my brother. How you doing? All is well. Thank you for um, inviting us on this evening. I think we have um, quite a bit to share from how we got, got this thing started, which really um, a lot of it was a push from the Theater Matrix program that we we um we kicked it off with um, Nota Ledge. Do you care to talk about that Theater Matrix program briefly for the family that's on the phone who might not be familiar with what it is that we did economically and solution-based uh, last year to turn things around for everybody who was willing to participate? Definitely, definitely. Well, the Theater Matrix program, exactly uh, it's a, network marketing program, but it's a very affordable network marketing program, meaning that um, you could start with a dollar seventy five cents and make a hundred K. I know that sounds um kind of far fetched, but it can really be done um if you if you push it and you stay with it. What we were able to do was to implement this program so that we could help a number of the listening listening audience have an opportunity to one actually generate some some um, some funds from network marketing. Uh, in a lot of cases, you know, they have programs that, and you know, kind of out of the parameter uh, cost wise, you know, three hundred, four hundred, five hundred dollars. They even got them up to fifteen hundred dollars. So we look for something that would be really really easy. But if you could do the math, you could really really see how this program could, could help you and benefit you and benefit a number of others as well. So we, la- we launched the program, and I was um, had an opportunity um, to talk to Brother Todd earlier today, and I told him that, you know, it's almost like a 4,000% return from that $1.75 to where we ended up at. And um, so it worked. And as a group, we proved that we can come together and do something collectively. And, and that that momentum um, started on a program that we had on, on KTL a little over a year ago. And um, there was a number of uh, people who who were listening to the program and a number of people who came in from listening to the archives, and they joined in with us. And um, it, I can assure you that everyone who put that $1.75 in and – Got past the first level, they got all their money back plus them. Uh, no one, no one should have taken a loss at all, uh, because all you really need to do is bring in one person at a dollar seventy-five, and you've actually gotten your money back. It's one of the simplest programs um, that one could actually involve themselves in, and, and and also see a profit from it from their time that they put in as well. Um, we we were thinking of. You know, a number of things that we could do to either relaunch that or relaunch or launch our own 
Peter Matrix program. It will um, benefit, you know, black business, you know, and those who are who have startups and need the capital and need some some uh, infusion to get their dream off the ground to create a, a situation where that can take place. So that's kind of the short long to it, but we did do something as a collective off the program with the with the listeners of the program, and it did turn out to be profitable um, in a lot of ways. You know, number one thing that we got from it is that we can come together and, and collectively as a team do something that would benefit not only ourselves but the people around us, you know, primarily those who look like us. Indeed, brother. Thank you. And I, I thank you uh, first and foremost for introducing me, you know, to the concept of Feed the Matrix. I can personally attest to, you know, the um, the benefits that it afforded me at the time that I was uh, participating in the uh, in the network. You know, I mean, I look and I definitely look forward to the next phase. You know, um, I'm very excited about seeing people profit off of, um, you know simple things, you know what I'm saying, just coming together, simple concepts like, you know, coming together and working together, something that, um, you know, the family might not even realize at the end of the day. You know, I spoke about it earlier that, unfortunately, the family, when it comes to solutions, they look for some of the most um, challenging and, uh, you know, life-risking uh, examples of a solution, you know, when it, comes to, when it comes to helping themselves. And we were saying that, you know, I'm not, you know, I don't think that that's the route that we represent or know the less, you know. We want to bring simple solutions to complex issues. And um, I feel that multi-level marketing, crowdfunding, and other things that are currently helping millions upon millions of people around the planet is something that we should aggressively look into and aggressively as a collective begin to um, implement in our daily lives, you know, versus the stagnation of sitting around pontificating about solutions that will basically put your life at risk. And, and there's no wonder or there's no question as to why nothing is being done is because people have a feeling that solution or, you know, anything solution-based is going to equate to penitentiary chances, um, you know, um, going up against police, you know, all of these misconceptions that I don't know where it came from, but um, that's not what it is that, you know, to me, just to me personally, knowing that I've, you know, utilized solutions and it's helped me out, and I slept good at night. I wasn't worried about nobody kicking down my door. You know, I wasn't worrying about, you know, all of the things that come with um, flirting with, uh, you know what I'm saying, flirting with the other side of the law. So, um, and tonight, when, you, when you're talking about the legalization of marijuana, this is a discussion that I was having over the summer in Harlem, New York, you know, um, and trying to deprogram people's mental um, uh, 
blockages or rather the fear that they've been um, enveloped in as a result of the quote-unquote war on drugs that when you even bring up marijuana, although people indulge, they get nervous about it. I really look forward to the information that you're going to bring tonight to help break those chains, demystify, decriminalize, and other things, and maybe put some batteries in some people's back to uh, start that journey into empowering themselves with a crop that, that they naturally like and um, have an affinity for. Yes, sir. Well, we'll start with um, the legalization of marijuana initially, then we'll get into the hemp side of it. But yes. what's, what has transpired over the last three to four years um, is the, the medicinal part of the um, marijuana movement has been able to open up a lot of doors in different states. Um, as far as the recreational side, there's still a lot of deterrence to the recreational side, but um, on the medicinal side, there is just just a, ma- a massive push to get that done because it makes no sense that we have something um, that can help to kill a lot of illnesses: uh, Parkinson's, diabetes, um, epileptic fits. And realign your body to, to, to get it, get it in a position to start healing itself of these things, and helping you along the way by um, not allowing you to have to deal with the pain. And that side is called CBD, cannabis oil oil, and that is a, a derivative from not only the marijuana plant but the hemp plant. And what it does. And the marijuana plant, it does have THC in it. And the hemp plant, it doesn't. There's no THC there. But what we were we were able to do is, you know, back when we started talking about feeder matrix and uh, Brother Red, you got an opportunity to go do a presentation on feeder matrix with um, the brothers down in Florida. And the way that you laid it out, you um, got a whole lot of response from that. And things kind of took off from there. But one of the other things that was discussed is um, we come together as a collective and develop anywhere from seven to ten businesses that our folks could be shareholders in or owners in um, and benefit from each one of those businesses as they took off. So, you know, we knew that farming was one of the things that we wanted to do and we were looking for a particular crop. Um so that was uh, 17 months ago. Hemp was a crop we discussed, but hemp wasn't even on the radar radar as far as any legalization other than Colorado. Um, and I think Washington State had, had done it at the time period. So basically they took hemp and they took marijuana, which they're cousins, and their plants are very, very similar. You, you didn't know the difference. You couldn't tell the difference. The only difference is one has CHC in it, it has a, a psychoactive ingredient. The other doesn't. It doesn't have anything psychoactive in it. But what's happening in the states like New York, um, New Hampshire, Massachusetts, uh, they talk about it in Ohio, Delaware, Michigan has already come aboard, uh, Indiana, Georgia, uh, Connecticut, uh, Colorado, Washington State, 
uh, South Carolina, even North Carolina, these states have legislation that's written that sometime between now and, let's say, 2016, to legalize uh, medicinal usage of marijuana because it doesn't make sense. You've got children in their states that are sick. They have to move to another state in order to be able to get mm. access to the, to the medicine to help their children out. So in New York, you know, one one thing we have to take, we took a hard look at because we, we thought about um, getting, getting in that field to grow marijuana as well. And then have deeper thought and realize, you know what, um, the current administration wants to release those brothers and sisters who have been put in jail for these petty crimes, but it is not going to be able to negotiate to get them out of jail and then let us grow it at the same time. That's not going to happen. We look for, okay, what, what can we get involved with, which was hemp, was the alternative crop, which we looked at initially that has over 25,000 different uses. So from theater matrix, Brother Red, myself, Brother Blue, Brother Todd, and several other people, we had discussions about starting our own theater matrix program, starting our own crowdfunding program, and starting 10 different businesses that we could all be proud owners of. And so the first thing to start with is the dirt, because the dirt, everything comes from the dirt. We have a sister, she just can't be on tonight, but she's like um, – a soil guru in terms of anything coming out of the soil, what it will do, how it will help your body, um, what type of soil you can grow it in. I mean, she just uh, has it. She's a uh, practitioner of Chinese medicine. She's actually, actually uh, become a doctor in that, and she's been farming for 40 years. So her, myself, and Brother Todd decided, okay, well, let's, kick this thing off, and we're going to start a hip farm. Well, we knew what we needed was a team that kind of thought like us. So we kept watching the medicinal marijuana market, and it started exploding. You know, things started happening in states that we wouldn't even have So we're going to even get close to even putting anything on paper. Even here, we're in Texas. They got a, a full bill in front of the, the uh, Congress right now to pass for, for, the, for the medicinal uses of of um, Kansas Sativa. So the stigma and the, and the um, fear that you would have should be kind of kicked out the door because they understand that this plant has been wrongly accused of um, addiction, destruction of the brain, all those things. They have um, San, Sanjay Gupta has done a series called Weed on CNN. He just, they just had the third series come out uh, a couple of days ago. And initially he was one of those persons that had taken the propaganda and he was spreading it around about how bad marijuana was for you. And then he started doing the real research and did his own due diligence and found out that that was entirely untrue. So he's become a crusader in uh, getting this thing available to as many people as possible that could be diagnosed uh, with some type of issue that, um, that the CBD oil or the plant itself has been uh, used to help. Now, how this can benefit us is, one, that 
they're not necessarily going to allow us to grow it. And they've kind of boxed us out in terms of um, the dispensaries, you know, because the prices have been raised so high. And also, you know, come on, you know, a lot of a lot of our brothers and sisters um, that have come awakened and, and um, are conscientious, sometimes may have had an issue with the law. So now they they bring that into play. So that keeps you know a number of people out of the game, but. The way that you can get involved in it, when I had an opportunity back in November to um, attend the Marijuana Expo, which um, was like about 5,000 people there, maybe 15 folks who looked like me. And at that point, that's when I knew that this thing was going to be big time. There was a lot of money behind it, and and they had let um, Jack out of the box, and there was going to be no way they could put it back. So, yeah. Automatically, I came back telling our team, "Hey, it's time for us to put our track shoes on and go." You know, I my my forte has always been that we um, create companies that are of value, not only to ourselves but to everyday people, and we have products that can be sold to everyone, like to- toilet tissues, you know, anything that people use on a daily basis. That should be our focus of, of looking at to, to produce and to sell. For the marketplace. So, as, as I said, my forte has always been to take those companies public so that our folks who started with us can have some real value in what they got involved with in the very beginning. So, from the very beginning, our farm, which is called Blue Alkaline Farms, that's the route that we had in mind that we wanted to make sure that we had shareholders on our team and members that are on our team who look like us. So when we decide to go public, we have a lot of people who, who um, uh, are sitting at the table we can identify with and also puts us in a position to be able to control our situation for generations to come. The soil is super important to, to our um, our survival, number one. We've got to get back to it. We've got to put ourselves in a position where we grow things that are going to benefit not only us, but we can sell to the rest of the world. And that's yeah. one of the things you can do with the hemp plant because you can make clothing out of it. You can make food out of it. You can make, um, what, what else there is? Um, bricks. Textile. Bricks out of it. You can use the cellulose to create solar panels. You know, it just has so many different uses. You can take a part of the plant and mix it with polymer and they, um, they're using it in BMWs and Mercedes businesses right now and the inside panels of those vehicles. It's just a wide open market. The problem was is everybody else in the world and they, all the rest of the industrial countries are actually um, allowing their farmers to grow it, but the U.S. is the only one that has not allowed its farmers to grow it at the federal level. So um, at the marijuana convention, I, you know, I was interested in the financing. Where, where's the money at? So I sat in on the conferences that dealt with the money and also how to take your company public in that, that space. Well, I found out at that time period, um, back in November 2014, there was um, 252 companies that had gone public in that in a, a short two-month, two-year span, you know, where that's the, way they, they, the route they took to raise the money they needed to be able to expand, to buy their supplies, buy their equipment, buy everything they needed to be able to grow the crops, 
also there are there are a number of ancillary businesses that popped up around that that um that paradigm, uh, meaning that from delivery to security to lighting to everything, there's just so many different businesses that, that popped up there. So um, in May um, of 2014, the state of Kentucky and the state of Tennessee both legalized industrial hemp farming in their states. Um, we have um, team members from Massachusetts, New York, Ohio, Delaware, Virginia, um, Georgia, Louisiana, Texas, Alabama, Mississippi, Michigan, uh, Kentucky, and um, Colorado. So, and Tennessee. So we have one of the uh, team members who joined us in the very beginning. He was from Tennessee, and he um, uh, was um, the head of a farmer's cooperative there. So he has stuck with us. We started off with about 17 initial members. And out of that 17, I think we still have 14 from that state. But we're, we're close to 60 um, members and shareholders that are on the team of shareholders who actually have stock in uh, Blue Alkaline Farms. So um, about four days ago, we've been okayed by the state of Tennessee to actually start planting seed in the ground. Um, which um, is, a, is history in the making because um, everything that we came together to set out to do, we were able to accomplish. But we've got to definitely give a lot of credit for the momentum coming from this particular program and, and Theater Matrix because there are probably about six or seven members who, who joined Theater Matrix that are actually shareholders in Blue Alkaline Farms. And that's that's um that's major. We we've been able to um stick together as a collective for about um sixteen months and we have calls every Monday, every Wednesday and every Saturday morning. Our Saturday mornings calls are very, very enlightening because Dr. Free gets a chance to teach us. It's like being at a fireside um chat per se. And we learned so much about, um, you know, she always, she makes a lot, but she said that she's an ex, sister who was an ex-hippie. So as far as knowing what, what those boys in Colorado are doing growing-wise, she's very, very familiar with the process. So and then we've got a number of actual real farmers who are on the team as well. And our our, our, our goal um, to finish this thing up is we see ourselves in the next um, 120 days having filed an S-1 registration uh, to become a publicly traded company giving our shareholders real value to their, to, their, um, to their stock to raise money to be able to when the other states open up. And this is what this is what we're here for tonight is to sound the alarm and let you know that okay, we, we may not be able to participate so much in that marijuana side, but we can, we can uh, get involved in the hemp side. All you need to have is some land because an, um, industrial hemp farming is going to come to us to a state near you where they um, take that stigma off of it. Right now they have it classified as a substance one, the same as, same as marijuana, but that's going to be removed real soon. And I would just you know, tell the listeners to keep your, your ears and your eyes open for that because 
the opportunities are going to be wide open at that point. But right now, there's a wave. We're right in front of the wave. You know, we don't we don't get that opportunity often. They know right now, six hundred and twenty million dollars is spent in the U.S. yearly on their products. We don't manufacture or produce any of it. But they've speculated mm-hmm. that could grow in a short two to three year uh, span to a nine billion dollar market. We're we're sitting in front of the curve right now on that marketplace, and because we came together as a collective, came together as a group and a team. It got started from um, conversations that, that from this particular program. Um, Brother Todd, uh, would there some things you'd like to add to that? Yeah, you know, our platform has always been two things. And the two things that's going to save us is knowing who you are as an individual and as a group of people and collective economics. And we challenge anybody to show us anything other than those two things that are going to restore our community and restore our people. And like Brother Mike is saying, I think this at this point in time is probably the most critical time for our people to do something economically and change our circumstance. This is almost industrial revolution starting all over again. Yeah. And we are now in the right time and the right space and so we need to move. We don't we don't need to we don't need to pray no more. We don't need to think about it. We need to mobilize, strategize, and move. And so uh I just ditto everything Brother Mike said. Uh I, I don't know what else to say to really uh I don't to, to just to be more impactful because the information that this brother just gave to us, uh, you know, is it, worth millions. Well, we have, you know, um, Brother Red was speaking about, you know, taking a chance and the things that a lot of our um, brothers and sisters are actually doing. We got real brilliance. We got some brothers and sisters who are brilliant. We just need them to um, change the program, you know, and start taking that brilliance that they have and, and searching and looking for things that they could actually do that, that would be a, a benefit to them and to those people who are around them financially, you know, um, got people who could do the numbers, man. I mean, that, that's, you know, that, that's, that's 50% of it, you know, and that, from that standpoint, um, we're just bringing something to the table to let you know that, hey, there's a new revolution that's going to take place in this country and we got a shot, but we got to, we got to start moving on it or, we'll be getting in on the back of that bus and on the back of the train and all the good fruit's going to be taken. Right now, the best the best positioning is to start watching legislation and start seeing when different states are opening up. You've got family members down south or wherever you are, if you've got family members that have some land, you know, you want to make sure that you start making contact with them because this is the going to be one of the best opportunities for the black farmer to turn himself, him and himself around. And I'm not just saying just male, I'm talking about females as well. You know, um, we, you know we haven't really been able to compete um, with the bigger conglomerates, but because this is not a quote-unquote named commodity right now, we got a shot. We can get in before they, they turn it into a commodity, which they will in three or four years. 
you know, but if we're already there, we we just have to be a force to be on reckon with and 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 has got to deal with us from a business standpoint because we got our feet solid in the ground and ready to play. You know, and the primary mm-hmm. thing our goal with Blue Alkaline Farms is um, to cu- acu- accumulate at least 10,000 acres of farmland in the United States where we're growing him. So that we don't necessarily say we're going to corner the market. We have a nice carved out piece of the market that's ours. And we can take that those crops and make a decision on do we want to manufacture bricks? Do we want to manufacture solar panels? Do we want to create oil that will allow us to create electricity, which is biodiesel? Do we want to just create oil that would help um, for the health benefits, giving you omega sixes, nines, and threes? You know, do we want to do we want to manufacture our own clothing? Yes. And that's that's kind of where we are. We've got got ourselves an opportunity to involve ourselves in something. It will allow um, that real generational wealth that they talk about in the church, but nobody can ever really kind of put their finger on how do we get to it. This can be that because if we get control of that dirt, this plant will grow anywhere. It will grow in the desert, and it will grow in the cold. You know, so that's the sweet part about it is the wonder crop. The other thing it does is it cleans out um, the negative emissions in the air. So there's something called a Kyoto Protocol. Um, it came out about between seven and nine years ago. It started in Europe. The U.S. has just started involving itself in, in the last couple of years where they give you credits. Like if you have some land and you went on that land and you decided you wanted to plant pine trees, you know, at some point they're going to start giving you carbon credits that you can cash in. Well, you know, it takes, um, what, 90 to 120 days for the hemp plant to grow. So depending upon where you are in the country and you're in the warmer zones, you can go at least two crops. So now you got the ability to, to, to cash in on carbon credits twice during the course of the, of, of the year because those um, heavy polluters are looking for carbon credits to offset the penalties and the fines that they have to pay. And that's what the credits would do for them. So it's, it's, it's just one of those crops, man, that, should have never been um, abolished in the first place, but it was. You know, there was a lot of hysteria going on in the 30s, um, and there was a lot of politics played in why hemp was abolished. That 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 really doesn't matter to us right now. We got the opportunity to play in this game. And as I said, if you, anybody listening, if y'all have family members with land, you know, get on the phone and start calling. That's the first move you can make. You know, start bridging mm-hmm. some of those gaps. It might be, you know, in the family, so the job come together and see, you know, what what is what, what's going to happen to your children? Um, we don't produce anything, and we don't leave them anything. We're leaving them at the mercy of someone else, who's feeding them, clothing them, educating them, and programming them. So, what better way to, to um, ground ourselves and get ourselves away from the program is to start putting our hands in the dirt and the soil, even if you don't do it. You should do something that, that um, to help for that to happen, and then put yourself in a position where you can be in what's called a tall position to benefit from that occurring. Excellent, excellent! Wow. So I'm, you know, I'm. Um, any questions you want to ask, brother? I'm open, and you know, we, there's a, 
So a lot that we've, like I said, we've learned in, in this 16 to 17 month span. But what the one big thing that we did learn is we could do it as a team. You know, we really can. It's just everybody has to believe in, in, um, in, the, in the game plan and believe in the dream. And without a doubt, regardless of what, do everything you can as often as you can to make that dream happen. And it, 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 it'll yes. work. And that, that's relatively what so, we did. And right. We got you know, a number of systems Hello? came on. Yes, sir. Brother Mike? Yes, sir. Yes. Now, um, growing it is one thing to have. In terms of the cultivation, uh, what machines are are needed? You know what I'm saying? What do those costs look like? And are there any operable facilities that are already up and running that we can use as examples? Okay. I'm glad you asked that question. Um. Yes and no. Right now, the process is done by hand for the most part. But um, about uh, two years ago, <laughs> this company um, in, in um, I'm sorry, in North Carolina, decided to go public, and they went public, and they raised enough money to buy what's called a decortication system. That's a, a process of system that breaks the plant down into four things from it. It, it um, extracts the seed, takes the outer level out, takes the level, next level out, and then it takes out the middle layer level, which is the cellular. So it breaks that plant down into four um, processes that can be sold to different markets. And so they came in and touted themselves as being, um, they were going to be the um, number one processor in the country. But when you start talking about cost, that cost can range anywhere from, let's say, $10,000 for the process by hand with the right type of equipment up to, um, you know, three or $400,000. What they were able to do, they got a warehouse, 70,000 70, square foot warehouse. They went to Europe. They found a company that went out of business, and they um, – I'm sure they traded some shares and some cash, got their equipment, moved it here to the United States and set it up. So they're just waiting. But they're in North Carolina. Um, what happened in the state of Tennessee is they had a group come in from Canada, and the Canadians have been growing um, for the last 10 years. So they're, they brought, they're bringing their know-how in and, um, you know, kind of being the spook to south side the door, we're teaming up with them to allow um, this, for us to learn as much as we can from um, from them. And at the end of the day, um, we, we'll have a contract where whatever we grow, they'll they'll buy as much as we grow. And they'll come to us to process. That's initially oh, so that's are... not what we want to say. You know, we're, we're, this is um, a pilot program that the first, the first year in. Our goal is to, to go ahead and go through this, learn as much as we possibly can and go public ourselves, be prepared to be able to expand and take the model that we learn into other states when they come over. So processing is something that we definitely want to do. We want to become a processor because what it will allow us to do is become a middleman um, to the end user. So that, that also, not only will we grow, we want to process, which is another revenue stream. 
Indeed. Indeed. Now, in terms of waiting on other states to open up, is there legislation on the table already? You know what I'm saying? What is the, the waiting game? Yeah. Well, there's, there's legislation um, at the federal level uh, that is getting a lot of push. And the primary reason is because of the medicinal side. The actual CBD oil that helps to do the healing is better from the hemp plant than it is from the marijuana plant. What the, the difference is is with the marijuana plant, the THC um, helps those with, like, glaucoma and stage two, I mean, stage three and four cancer to have severe pain, they can they can up the levels of the THC to help them with that pain. But as far as the killing process, hemp has the best uh, CBD oil. And are there any hybrid brands? Is there any way to cross-fuse uh, the cannabis and the hemp? Is there such a product? Uh, we, we grow them in the same place. Um, they won't cross. The reason being is because um, it's kind of like the hemp plant itself, you know, won't cross-pollinate with the marijuana plant and vice versa. So you you won't be, you won't be creating a hybrid. Now, are they trying to create hybrid? I'm sure they are. You know, and that's primarily yes. just to do a number of different things to um, to produce more seed or to produce more fiber. Um, the seed we're going to use in year one has about an equal amount of um, fiber production and seed production. So we're growing for both fiber and seed for, in our first year. Yeah, I wanted to know what are your thoughts on the recently released news about Monsanto and them actually uh, cloning a plant? They probably have, and they've probably been doing it for quite some time. But the, the one thing that they're going to have is going to be a big fight because um, the opponents that are pu- pushing the medicinal side, and one way that we can steer, steer clear of them is we're not going to be growing any of our plants, won't be growing with any chemicals, period. So the first year coming in, we don't have organic seed, but we're going to grow organically, which will allow us to produce organic seed. Indeed. Yeah, so I wanted to hear a little bit more about the soil process. Right. Um, you want soil that you really haven't... Um, haven't really grown, let's put it this way, you know, anything you have grown, that you've grown cotton on, um, you really can't use that for about 10 years. But if you're doing vegetables and fruits, um, you, you know, you want to probably look at it maybe a year out because um, in most cases they probably use some pesticides. But in that soil, you know, again, we're not we're not planning to use any pesticides, period. No, no, um, no chemicals. So we're will be considered to be organic in what we sell to the marketplace and all of all of the plants. So organic fiber will be organic seed, organic oil, everything is going to be organic. Mm. Um, in terms of, you spoke earlier about a sister that has mastered the, um, the soil. She's an expert when it comes to cultivating and Get yep. the uh, you know, yep. proper mineral, mineralization. 
Yeah, so we decided. No, I just wanted to know, yeah, with with with, no, with so that soil technique that she has, huh? Yeah, we'll, we we'll we'll be uh, we'll be she'll be checking out any soil, um, anywhere that we go when decide when we decide to expand. Okay. Yeah, I was about to ask. Yeah, I was just saying, does her soil techniques also marry over to organic foods as well? Like, has she yep. mastered that? She um she's an organic grower that's right a now. Hum- yeah, that's a humongous market right there. Definitely. And that that's the reason why, you know, I know a lot of people talk about Monsanto. We're not even thinking about them because we're not gonna grow um anything our initial plan really is to control the seeds that we get. But we know after year one we'll probably have to go um to Europe, probably to France, to strike a seed deal of our own. And once we start expanding, then we can bring our own seed in. Right now, because it's um, state-driven, you kind of have to deal with whoever's bringing the seed in for the state. But the organic market is huge, especially if you're, you know, you got organic seed. Organic hemp seed is um, a premium. Mm. Okay. All right. Now, what is the, um, in terms of, let's say, you know, we went to a 3D printing conference this past week, and 3D printing has a very large scale in regards to what they're talking about in the future, you know. They're saying that there's going to be entire housing developments that will be, you know, 3D printed on site as opposed to prefab housing and things of this nature. Uh in this particular industries that you're talking about, what is the uh what's the upscale for <clears throat> you know, the future outlook? What are they saying in terms of futuristically what may come out of this particular plant? We already know in the past what they say hemp has done in regards to textiles and clothing you know what I'm saying? I believe also that some of the material can also be utilized for building of of um homes as well. Yeah, you Is can there you can, else? Um, you I, can they make told me that the first car that. was hemp. Yes. You can make brick from it. Um to build homes. There are there are a number of um homes that have been built throughout the US um that have been made from hemp. They call it hemp creep. But there's um, an, another technology called graphene, and graphene um, is, I would call it an alien technology because of yes. the fact that you can, um, if you're, you have military out in a battlefield, you could put a graphene cloak over them, and the enemy would be able to see them would be like they were invisible. Um, yes, yes, it, I was reading about graphene. It, um, it's a um, nanotechnology. Strong Kevlar. Right. Yes. So it's a nanotechnology, and what they've discovered is that graphene can be 10 to 100 times stronger than steel. When you take these nano sheets and start stacking them on top of each other, um, they're transparent. 
so they can make a transparent airplane that's stronger than any airplane they, ha- they have currently. The other, other thing that graphene has a plus in is it conducts energy better than anything that we have currently in our, our te- technology arsenal. What they found is the implant actually makes the best graphene nanotechnology sheet. So, therefore, energy can be conducted through hemp graphene better than anything that they have that exists right now known to man, mm. which is really wild and incredible. But the fact that all these different things um, that they can do with graphene, you can, you can, you know, we talked about the solar panels. You can make um, nano sheets to create solar panels with it to go along with those hempcrete homes. So when you start expanding and you can actually grow a fairly large crop, if you have enough money to create your own R&D department, then, you know, you can, you can start involving yourself in some of the more expanded technology to benefit from it. Interesting. I mean, just imagine, you know, you see an airplane, you can see everybody in the plane. <laughs> you know. Mm. That's interesting. That is definitely interesting. So when you combine that along with 3D, you know, you could come up with something really wild and way out, which I'm sure, right. you know, that not nothing new to, to certain people, but it would definitely be new to, to industry. And you could bring it to industry, you know, if um like I said, if we do our R and D and we start taking some of those brilliant minds and bring them aboard to kind of see what they can sculpt out of the clay. You know, to be, you know, some wonderful things could come from that. But the plan is a wonder plan. Like I said, about twenty-five thousand different, twenty-five thousand different usages for the plant. I would just say, don't take my word from it. Just start looking up here, and it's all over the place. It's all over the, all over the internet. Information has been around for a very, very long time. Um, we got an opportunity to, like I stated earlier, to play in this game. Now, in terms of people coming on board, uh, you know. What's the plans? Well, you know, right now we we have, you know, and we're not we're not even we're not coming on even soliciting because, like I said, we we got started with some folks that came off of this program and they're still with us. You know, um, all we're doing is ringing the bell and saying, hey, you know, if you you like, um, we'll leave our call in number or you can get you know. You can get the call-in number um, off the uh, blog of the show and come and join us on a, a Monday or a Wednesday or a Saturday morning. Introduce yourself and, and um, kind of listen in. See if, you, see if you can mesh with the team we have because that's one of the other factors as well. Nobody's not, not a um, high situation, it's a weak situation. And if so, we invite you in with open arms and then, we have a nonprofit organization called Restore America with him. And we have a profit entity, which is our farm, called Blue Alkaline Farms. And everybody that's a part of uh, Restore America with him, their members, those people are all shareholders. And um, 
Lock on and farm. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. Well, I know yeah, that we yeah, have a lot of fans. Yeah, unfortunately, um, too much more to say. Hey, look, y'all. Um, this might be our last shot at getting a part of um, one of these these um, industrial takeoffs and becoming a part of it in the beginning. You know, we see we we talked about this before. We see Google, Yahoo, um, Twitter. You know, when they made their moves and they decided they wanted to go public and what they actually did. You know, and nobody looked like us getting that money. You know, but we're not going to be able. We won't be doing what they do initially, but we could do it over a period of time, working together to build this thing up. You know, I've seen a lot of movements and a lot of marches and a whole lot of stuff take place. But I've never really seen what happens after that. You know, where you could say, okay, here's the model. We're working the model. You know, I've never seen anything happen from those those um, situations where a model came out of it and people from all backgrounds crossed the line and joined together and said, let's go. Mm-hmm. You know. We got African priests and Christians as well, but we don't talk about religion. That's not important. Important is us accomplishing something as a group, collective, and leading to generational wealth for our children, and then duplicating the process. This is not a one-time shot. We plan to do this over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. We invited some people out the um, theater matrix uh, money train. Some of them had here, some did. That's and that's cool, you know. Yeah. You know they, they didn't see it, but you know everyone's not going to see it, and that's that's still fine. But that don't mean it ain't going to happen. Indeed, indeed. Those who answer the calling, you know, are the ones I feel that are meant. For this mission or this actual journey. Yes, sir. Yes, indeed. We can go far um, with it. I mean, there's land, man, all over the top that we can get. We can get, we can get access to as a team and be in this game. You know, hemp milk, man. I, you know, I, I don't know. Have you have, have you tried hemp milk? I haven't recently, but I've drank. Yeah, I've drank it before. Okay. I do. Yeah, I make my yeah, moss with it every now and then. That's like yeah, my super grade seamoss with the hemp. There's a huge seller though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. How do they have hemp milk? If hemp is illegal, how do they produce hemp milk? See, we, just we're the first. We're in the, we're in the beginning of the game, man. And that, this is the first time around. There's never a lot of produce hemp. Or grow hemp in seventy years. Well, a, a lot of the products are coming out of Canada, brother. They, uh, you know, if you go in these stores and you see anything with hemp, if you just check right. the back, it, it's normally coming from a company out of Canada. And uh, that, that's just okay. the thing. Every everything that's hemp in the U.S., a large, large portion of it is coming out of Canada. Indeed, I got it. Wow. 
That's why I'm saying this is so, a revolution. We got a shot. We're in the, we're, yeah. That wave, man, we're in front of that wave. And you said that this is a plant that could grow in any temperature, any climate. It'll, it'll grow in the desert. It'll grow in the cold. Whoa. Because think, think, think about it, brother. They're growing it in Canada. <laughs> you know, they grow. Yeah. They, mm-hmm. they, they're growing it in Canada. Yeah, they, so you know what that weather is like. Yes, indeed. So, you know, they got some pretty brisk weather up there. So, you know, I, I just ask everybody, you know, even the brothers and sisters that's in the north, they got family or they started in the south, you know, call home, call down and just see, hey, you know, how many acres of land do we still have? What are we doing with it? And just start there. If it's three acres, five acres, hey, man, that's, hey, start somewhere. You know, because uh, Newsweek did a, a real serious study on him, and they said, the production rate of hemp, you can get 10, 10 tons per acre every four months. As what? opposed to cotton, where you can get two acres of cotton. So we're just talking about ten one tons, acre, brother. 10, ten tons, tons per acre? Every four months. If you're, if you're in a, a conducive environment, say somewhere in the south where it's warm, out in South Carolina and Florida, you're going to be able to get more than one crop. So, right. But the goal is to do, to do the domestic no. thing. Go ahead, brother. I'm sorry. No, your, your vision for the quote unquote legalization for it being that it's federal, if it surpasses, um, you know, Within the federal scrutiny, months. right, it, it will be something that's accessible to all of the states, correct? Yeah, once that happens, it's, it's wide open. That's why it works. Wide we're going to file to go public so we can put ourselves in a position monetarily to expand. As soon as those states open up, we already participated in the model. We can take what we learned from Tennessee and, and go do um, land acquisition, equipment acquisition to be able to move around to, be, um, to, to get our farms started in those different states. Mm. Deep. Yeah, I mean that's that's you know that's amazing, brother. Uh, I shared with the family that we went to a presentation two weeks ago. Family came up. You know, they're from New York. They went down to Costa Rica and established an eco village down there, and they set up some tourism, some some tourism things of that nature. They were doing their presentation and the brother just pulled up some property and showed us that they had a 50-acre piece of land right here in upstate New York, $40,000. You know? And, I, I, you know, taking that into account with what you're saying, yielding uh, tonnage on one acre in any climate, you feel me? Right. You know that 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 pretty leaves a, a wide open incentive for people to come together and um, figure out what they could do collectively as a unit. Definitely. 
thing to do so, is yeah, to do as much research. There's people in the possible. audience that, um, yeah, there's, there's, there's family in the audience to reach out to us often, you know, who have property down south, they got acreage, you know what I'm saying? So definitely, if those people are listening to this information tonight, I want you to reiterate that call again. Okay. Um, we'll leave the call in number with you guys. We have a call every Monday at 7.30 p.m. Central Time, every Wednesday at the same time, and every Saturday morning at 10.30 a.m. Central Time. And we discuss primarily everything that's going on in the industry, legislation-wise, health-wise, and um, economically. Mm-hmm. Yes, very powerful dialogues. Uh, I attended one of them, and I was very impressed with the uh, the level of information that was being shared. You know, one of the things, Brother Mike said earlier is about, I think the, the beautiful thing about us coming together is we never did ask anybody what they believed, how they worshipped. Mm-hmm. We didn't ask anybody whether they were gay, whether they were straight. Uh, we just knew we were family, and we knew we know what we need to do. Mm-hmm. We, you know, I, I'm I'm not one to, to to sugarcoat things. Our people are in trouble, and until we we, we need to start doing something, and we need to do it now. And so, uh, we're going to have to come to the point where uh, whatever you believe, that's fine. But but this is the goal. This is where we're trying to go. You know, we're trying to restore, leave some generational wealth for our children. Me and Brother Mike, initially, when we first came together, we said, this is our goal. We want to create a 1,000 millionaires of people that look just like us, including ourselves. And that's mm-hmm. doable. And we're going to do it. That's so easy. We, You know, mm-hmm. this this train is getting ready to take off. We would love for you to get on board, but we ain't begging nobody. That's right. And, you know, I, so I, I don't know, I don't have a, any stronger words to to, to 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 put out to our people. I, I even have, and the thing is, a lot of people are going to listen to this and brush it off, but that's fine. Everybody is not going to get on. I have family members that when I get to talking about this, Get the roll in the eyes. But that's all right. Everybody not going to get on this train. But this, the beautiful thing is, whether you, you call him God, the universe, whenever you ask a question, he's going to give you an answer. That's right. Whatever you, have, whatever you have called for in your subconscious, he will bring it out. See, as a people, that's we've right. been asking for help all the time. After Ferguson, we were asking for help subconsciously. I wanted to so, ask you because, you know, I'm just taking a, uh, I guess I'm taking a shot in the dark. I think that you've been on the planet a little bit longer than me, you know, and I think that you've been around to see the waves and the waves and waves 
of people asking for this help. <clears throat> Yet, being in a position that when this help comes, they find a way to ignore the help and not see it for what it is. You know, in your years, you know, observing these particular situations, what do you think the reason is for that? I'm trying to get a better understanding myself. Our two greatest enemies, brother, is fear and doubt. Mm -hmm. And me and brother Mike had a long discussion about this. A lot of our people need to be reprogrammed in their subconscious. See, we we need we as a group of people. Like Scientology, like. We got PSTV. <laughs> all the stuff that all the stuff that has happened to us from you know, quote unquote slavery up until now, we got mm-hmm. we got post we got post traumatic syndrome, and oh, yeah. and so. One of the things that helps Cypher and Todd is the CBD oil will help help with that. Matter of fact, they're making it available for all the all military personnel that have come back from war. Um, when we start talking about the, the subconscious mind, it's just a sponge, really. You know, it's it's, it's you know you, we looked at the Matrix. You know, and the Matrix was a program. You know, and so yeah, once you realize this is a program, how do you change it? You know, you've got to you've got to do something in your own mind to start changing the program that causes you to to do those same things over and over and over again when opportunities of change come to the, come to the table. You know, um, now in terms of it being from some form or fashion, it still exists. You got to, you know, you got your cortex and you got got your um, your your the front of your mind, your brain, and the back of your brain. One of them, you know, absorbs a, a little bit of information, and one of them absorbs a lot of information. The one that absorbs a lot is constantly playing. But because we haven't even got over our trauma, it keeps coming back, and we don't even know it is coming back. So we've got to do something to reprogram and repeat it. You know, whatever way that has to transpire, that has to take place because that's what we are. We're 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 stuck in um. We're stuck in the, in the program. Yes, we are. We, we don't believe that we can do it as as a group. Because and why? Because that Lynch syndrome worked. It, it was to make up, make sure we never trust each other. Even though we may say, "Yeah, brother, I trust you." Yeah, brother, I trust you. But deep down in our subconscious, we don't. Is that a bad thing? No. That's just what happened to us. But we can't change it. You know, I don't see it as. Um, Something that can't be changed. I see, see there's something that can be changed. But first, we got to recognize we got a lot of stuff playing around inside of us that causes us not to move. We get stagnated and petrified when it comes time to make a move. You know, this ain't just our move. We're giving it to everybody. Anybody who wants to do this, they can do everything we just said on this phone. Somebody else can go out and do the same thing. Will you do it? I don't know. But it's wide open for somebody to do it. Because it's not about us saying we just want it only for us. We're 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 open to share. But we're saying, hey, we're in a position right now to learn the whole model and how we, we can take this model and all of us can benefit it. If you want to roll like that. But if you you know, we at one point in time in history and I I think I gave you that example earlier about 
you know, um, the saber-toothed tiger. That guy that wants to go decide he's going to fight that saber-toothed tiger, um, it's a, a determination of who is our ancestor. That guy who went to fight it one-on-one or the guy who went back to the village and got a ten, ten brothers and sisters that came and they all fought and killed him. That's my ancestor. Mm-hmm. I think your, your question earlier, you know, about why we, sometimes why we can't do some things. You know, when you've been conditioned to, and, and you know, and that comes that comes with media, that comes with family. When something has been told to you over and over and over again, uh, you begin to believe it. I say the most critical time in the history of our people was was Reconstruction. What Reconstruction yes. did to the other community is it scared the hell out of them. It put a fear in them that is still existing today. What it showed them was a group of people within a very short window after being freed on paper was able to establish communities, their own economic system. So that, that mess with that mess with the the I guess the majority community in the United States. Mm-hmm. And so there has to be some type of thing to be to be instituted to to slow these folks down. If you look at history, that's the beginning of, of uh, the black codes. That's the beginning of the, the birth of the Klan. You know, that's the birth mm-hmm. of a lot of th- resistance movements resistance. to us, mm-hmm. so, you know, to, to to hinder us and slow us down. And so, Unions. you know, that, yeah. So, brother, that programming has been going on and on and on, and we, we've never... I also, I, I say this not as an excuse, but, brother, we've been under siege for a long time. And when you are in a survival mode, you don't take, when you're trying to survive, you don't take time to, okay, well, let's stop and meditate. Let's, let, let, let's, let's work out our, our conflict. You ain't got time for that. And also think about this. The most powerful institution, and I know a lot of people may disagree with me, the most powerful institution that we as a people have is the black woman because she is a birther. She has a womb where things originate. So So imagine her carrying this child in her womb, and there's constant fear. There's anxiety. There's low self-esteem. So when that creation is birthed, it's got to deal with that. And so it's never, that child, it grows up to be an adult, male or female. And if it's a female, she's going to produce another, another creation that has never had time to deal with that trauma. So, what we're seeing is just a, you know, something from from years ago, and so when we can come together as a group of people, and whatever system you have you use to help you, I'm good with it. But if mm-hmm. it's not helping you, then you need to take it to the trash. 
Because there's no other people on this planet that continue to use something that does not work for them. And so we need to we need to evaluate everything in our life. Come on, we, we need some bombs, man. Jesus. <laughs> That's right. I hear that. That's right. <laughs> and so so this 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 hemp industry, you know, we, we praying for an answer. God, universe is going to say, look, I, I, it's right there in front of you. Right you, there. It's right there, brother. The answer is right. The answer is, is if you if you just observe nature. See, we got a lot of folks out and they know God, but if you, God will show himself to you through nature. Once you understand nature, you understand God. That's right. And all you have to do is watch nature. And the number one thing dealing with nature is self-preservation. I I don't hate anybody, but I love myself. And so I got to do what I need to do to take care of me and mine. Nobody else does that. So there's a lot of things we, you know, we're going back to that question Fear and doubt is our greatest is our two greatest enemies. For some reason, you know, we think if we do something outside of the norm, we're gonna go to hell. Where I the, thought you said. The, I I originally thought you. I'm sorry, my brother, but I get excited, you know, when these conversations are <laughs> touching on these points. I initially thought you said fear and death, but you said fear oh, and doubt. And I think that it's fear the fear death. of death, like you talking about, yeah, going to hell and, you know, not being in control, you know what I'm saying, and and, and just the not knowing, you know. I think that we've been so far removed from who we are as a people, just our powers, you know, because if our people realize our powers as a person, as one, you will want to be around other people that know their powers as well. Because you're like, yo, we like the Avengers for real. But if you're yeah. in doubt about your own self, then there's nothing about you that's going to connect and coalesce with somebody else. You want to be far removed. You know, you want to find reasons to ostracize yourself from your people and, and, and battle with them and go to war, you know what I'm saying, things of that nature. So that, 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 that doubt, you know, us just having been denuded of so much of who we are and having to figure it out on our own when we're being bombarded with all of these signals from every which way telling us that we ain't shit. Yeah. You know, like you said, it takes a very strong person to upset that programming and that conditioning. That's an anomaly, you know? You, you, you know, I think it, 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 it to me is so simple that not only do we have a programming, but other communities have a programming. And mm-hmm. their programming is they expect us to react a certain way. Now, just an example. Just do something different than what you've been doing. Now, I, I hate it as much as everybody else, these brothers being killed by the cops. And I just thought about something. Now, I, I looked at Ferguson you know, what happened there, and and I can understand the emotions. 
you know, uh, how the brothers and sisters felt. I felt the same way. But after the emotion, and, and take it granted, I'm being fair. I'm not in Ferguson, so I don't know that community. But after the the emotions were expressed, where was the game plan? Where was the strategy? I'm getting reports that the brothers and sisters didn't even vote. And with one election, they can remove every every white face in government there. Mm. How about how about? And I'm just giving an example, and and I'm not, not taking lightly the death of anybody. How about instead of marching our children in front of cannons and guns, that we quietly went somewhere? And had a discussion We didn't even touch the streets You would scare the hell out of those people Because yeah, what, you, what you've done is You've done something outside of their programming You've, you've done something that they have not seen you do So just I'm, 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 I'm Just imagine mm-hmm. we, we went into one of those churches and we sat there quietly. We walked in quietly, stayed off the street and strategized that night or that entire week. Uh, and, and to me, that's not no punk. That, that's not going into punk mode. We have to be strategic. We have to mobilize. We got to think differently. We got to do things differently. You you got to you got to affect. You you almost have to short circuit your your enemy, and you can do that with dealing with the mind. You you mess. We would mess those people up if we didn't. If we were not riding or or in the streets. If the streets were quiet. White folks will lose their mind. <laughs> what has what has happened to our niggas? They not out here. <laughs> so it, it, it's all about taking a deep breath, reassessing the situation, and say, "No, I'm, I'm not going to do it that way. Let me try something new." Because the next leader, I don't, I, don't, I don't care who he is. I don't give a damn who he is. If the Al Sharpton, whoever, if they come to you with the same plan, with the same thing we've been doing, you need to check them. Word. And, and and I'm not I'm not picking out Al Sharpton. I'm just you know I'm just using him as an example. Right. If it's the minister, if it's Who, the imam, whoever, yeah. whoever he is, you mean this you is know, all you're going to tell and, work? Now, go ahead, brother. Oh, no, please continue. No, I'm saying if anybody comes to us and our children and they're just giving us the same old soup just warmed over, you know, we, we we got to stop and just say, hey, okay, what is this? 
And a lot of times, I, you know, I think a lot of our people, we just don't, we don't know nothing else to do, man. Mm-hmm. Lack of options. Yeah, we 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 haven't. For one, we haven't started through, and for one, we haven't sat down at the table and strategized. And yeah, when I say sit at the table, it, mm-hmm. it's gonna require it's gonna require people different from you, brother. That that that's probably he might have locks, she might have pressed hair, she might have gold teeth. Mm-hmm. I, I don't give a damn. If you come to this table, how can we help each other collectively? Two things. Collectively, economic-wise, and us understanding who we are. Now, I know this is another. This is a conversation for another time, but we need to really understand what spirituality is. I think that's part of our problem. We don't understand the true essence of spirituality and how we can use it to change our life. I'm not just talking about praying and shouting. Right. Each Talk about group it. Of people, it's the right time. Each, oh, each group of people, if we look at them, they have cultural continuity. That is part of it. When you look at the Asians, they have cultural continuity. And that yeah. is with their economics and with their spirituality. Yes, they When you look at the people that we call Jews, however you want to talk about it's real or not, they have a cultural continuity. The white Europeans, they have a cultural continuity. And so we must, and because of all the trauma, we've been separated, we've been confused about what cultural continuity is. And part of that is, mm -hmm. go ahead, brother. But I, I was going to say that because we have the um, pleasure of being in New York, where there's a large uh, African population from the continent, you know, due to observation, I see that they have that as well. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, you know, what, well, what we did as a group, and this is what we did understand. You know, me and Brother Mike, we came together back in 2004, me, him, and Dr. Fareed. And we attempted this model then. Uh, it, it didn't turn out like we wanted to, but we learned some things from that experience. Mm-hmm. And when we, came, when we came back together, I remember asking Brother Mike, I said, bro, what are we going to do different than what we did last time? And I asked Brother Mike, I said, Brother Mike, what did you learn from my last attempt at this? And so the brother laid it out, and Brother Mike said, we need our technology this time when we go into this. And he's talking about our spiritual technology, mm-hmm. things we use as, as a people that is as old as the planet. Yes. That's being in tune with nature, understanding how nature ebbs and flows in regards to you. You know, uh, calling it, whatever you know, calling on your ancestors, the angels, whatever. We, we don't pigeonhole nobody, but as a group, we come together. So if you need to go in your corner to pray, 
then you do that. But what I will say, as a people, we have two standards. That's the honoring of our ancestors, and there needs to be some type of divination. Because you cannot just go blindly doing things. Nobody does that. The Asians don't do it. The Jews don't do it. And some Europeans don't do it. So that's when I say we need to be strategic. We need to be strategic in that way. Because that is, to me, the greatest technology that you have, is spirituality. You know, brother, I, I'm in Texas, and this 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 cowboy country. I own guns. Yeah. I've been around guns all my life. You know, my That's family. Right. You know, my my family. We it is just normal to, to see a gun. You know, my grandpa had a had a gun at each door. He had a gun in his truck. My pops had guns. My uncles had guns. So it it ain't was no strange thing to me. But we're not going to win this war with guns. You can't, you, mm-hmm. and I know, you can't outshoot him. You can't outwar him. You're going to have to do the thing that's natural for you. And that's your spiritual technology. Facts. Facts, I agree. I mean, you know, first and foremost, like you said, good brother, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's going to take a collective to come at the table, those that are serious enough about solutions, those that are serious enough about moving forward, you know, because with economic solvency also comes the need for defending and protecting, you know what I'm saying, and providing security for our assets, you know, as well. And I think that these are the things that are that are missing. This is what the children want to see. This is what the women want to see, a sense of security, you know, with business being handled at the same time on an international scale. So whoever is, is, is needed and necessary to get into the room to make that happen, I'm all for it. I'm hands-on, you know, because I have been, um, you know, I, I've seen things that, leaves me scratching my head, you know, especially in this community. I don't want to start putting people's business out there, but is 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 the, the matrix is real. You feel me? Yeah. And the ability to get sucked back into the program, the illusionary aspects of things, you know what I'm saying? People become slaves to their desires. And, um, you know, in, in, in order to create a new you, you have to detox from the old you. You have to release that program, write a new one. You're not going to exist within somebody else's program. You know, as as you're not, you, you can't be a giant in that program. They already have a place and a position for you, and that thing got a ceiling on it. Yeah. And um, but this is this is a new time to create a new world and approach it in a new way. This. You know, there's so many things. And if we can only get our people to see it for that, you know what I'm saying? Like, if we can only get them to see that, yeah, people becoming millionaires from weed, that's new. You ain't seen that before. 
You know, mm-hmm. 10-year-olds becoming rich from electronics and technology and apps. That's new. You haven't seen that before. You know, yeah. Yeah. our babies being homeschooled and, and being accepted for, you know, all sorts of PhD and doctorate programs. and That's new. That's, you know, we haven't had these homeschooling successes as of yet, you know, this new technological wave where so many things are accessible, you know. So like the brother Red says, you know what I'm saying, algorithms are put in place to to solve to problems, you know, they're problem solvers. They come up with solutions, you know. Definitely, so we definitely. can't even like, yeah, like have you Negroes even asked Siri what she would do? Like, come on, you haven't exhausted all of your options. Yeah. To be like a days old and lay back like it's all good and it's going to work itself out. This requires work. It requires work. It should require 10 times the amount of work that your ancestors put in because you have to rebuild something that has been destroyed. So mm-hmm. it's not just going to require a little bit of work, but you may be the one. You might have that energy about you where you could get so deep in meditation and lock things in that you could just move matter with your mind, you know, and, and everything could be realigned and locked in. You could be the one. I'm not taking that from you. You know what I'm saying? Neo could be listening to this, and he's Mr. Anderson and don't know he's Neo yet. <laughs> so I don't want to take that away from you, but you at least got to listen. It has to be that's something it. that's speaking to you, you know, that's stirring you to say, I'm extraordinary. I'm not ordinary. You know what I'm saying? I live in extraordinary times. I'm an extraordinary individual. You have been voted. You know what I'm saying? You made it past all of the, uh, <laughs> you know, the 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 beginning rounds and, and, and you know, the testing. This is the final round. You know, you are the best of the best. Yeah. So that's what we expect of you. But, Red, let's go into this meditation you know, at this particular time. So we could take these ideas into the quantum realm and collectively as a collective mind family, we could see this for what it is, which is very possible. But it's just going to take, you know, some movement, some action on your part. Take that one step, it takes two to you. Okay, but if you stand still, you know, if you're standing still, make sure that that you're observing this level of stillness and meditating and creating reality from that place. If you're going to stand still, you know, try that out. Yeah. All right. Let's come on, right? Right, are you there? Yeah, I'm back in. My line dropped. All right. Yes, let's go into this 11-11. Yes. Okay. All right, family. We're going to go into this 11-11 meditation, and we will be back at 11-14 or 15. Find yourself in a dark place. We are going to focus on, or we're going to visualize as a community, as a village, uh, Fields and fields and fields of hemp. Fields and fields and fields of that cannabis as well. And we're gonna we're gonna you know visualize and um, see ourselves 
in a new paradigm, okay? Tapping into that power that comes with this, all right? This is Owen Padmiel. Thank you. 
Welcome back. Uh, welcome Brother back. Red, I don't hear you. Your phone might be on mute. Yeah, it's not on mute anymore. All right. Yeah. Indeed. All right, all right. Yes, sir. Okay. All right, so can we get to these callers? We do have some hands up. Uh, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. I want to jump into these callers. All right. So the first caller that we have... And the queue is caller from the 410. All right? So, caller from the 410-595. and welcome to Nova Ledge Radio. Greetings. Caller from the 410. Is that Maryland? Greetings. Welcome to Nova Ledge. All right, we have to go back to that caller. I think that's where I'll call. All right, call us from the four one zero five nine five. Are you with us? All right. We'll get back to that caller in a minute. Caller from the 803-497. Good evening, my brothers. What's up, brother Mike and brother Todd? This is brother Davis to the Davis team. Hey, brother, how you doing? Hey, man, I'm cruising in California listening to y'all. It's exciting, brother. It's very exciting. I don't know if Nota Ledge knows it, but I actually got introduced to Brother Mike through Nota Ledge. And I know Brother Mike didn't wow. expect me us to be on tonight. But I, I, uh, but we're in tune, of course. But listen, man, we are a part of the uh, Farmers Alliance and uh, Blue Alkaline. We uh, are in the process of purchasing 107 acres in South Carolina, probably by the end of this month or the first of next month. So we're real excited about it. Um, I do definitely would consider opening this door to anybody who looks for an opportunity, especially now, because there is a plethora of products that literally is going to stem from him. And we really right. haven't discussed right. the medicinal value of the product itself. So it's yeah. um yeah. It's, it's a doorway that offers a great opportunity. And uh, you were talking about spiritual nature and why black people are reluctant or even fear. That's because they really don't know the power that they possess just through their melody contact with their ancestors. I won't go into all of that because that is a part of what I study all the time. But in making my relationship with Brother Mike and Brother Todd and uh, Dr. Farrar, we found that um, we are on the platform of something that is beyond our imagination. And the reason why I say that now is because 
as technology changes and uh, demand for hemp is moved into other areas of production, this just offers us more vitality in how we utilize the land, how we grow, how we set up manufacturing processes according to our needs to get where we're trying to go. So we are very happy about the place we're in with um, with the Farmers Alliance and Blue Alkaline, and we would like to encourage anybody, listen, if you have any idea or no idea what your future is like, just get on the call. All it can do is add to you. It will not take from you. And the personalities, Mike and Todd are just two of the people who are on the call. I'm on the call. Dr. Freed's on the call. we got people calling from all over the country. So this is an excellent time. Once again, I want to extend my deepest and warmest and sincere welcoming to Brother Mike and Brother Todd because I know they didn't expect us to be on, but yet and still, yet and still, not a problem. You want to say something, darling? Yeah, we just are in tune, I'm telling you, because we listen from time to time to know the ledge, and the day I said, I got to just listen to these brothers today. And then when they started talking about and I just knew we were in tune. It was just phenomenal. But that's what like minds do. I'm telling you, that's what like minds do. And, and, and we are together for such a time as this. This is the time. And the phenomenal benefits, the medical phenomenal benefits of the CBD oil. Ours is awaiting us at home. We just, we just on the West Coast, when we get back to the East Coast, we go open our package. But I'm telling you, I mean, this is such, for such a time as this, we are in tune. Thank you, brothers. Now, we're going to step back and let other people get on the call. But, uh... Do keep in mind that we always got our ear in the air when it comes to KTL. Hey, we're listening tomorrow for a call. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. See, right after meditation, talking about that quantum mind, you know, these are the things, family, that don't need explanation. It just is. You know what I'm saying? And, and these are the reaffirming things that lets you know that spirit is always at play. I mean, and that goes without saying. The spirit realm is at the tip of your nose at all times, whether, you know, you uh, adhere to this information or whether you don't. Utilizing it and working, you know, in, in unison with your ancestors to do something that you feel will be gratifying to them put a smile on your nana's face, you know what I'm saying? That's when you're mindful of spirit. That's when you're working with spirit. That's when you're working for spirit, you know what I'm saying? And that's what this is about, opportunity. Like the brother said, we've been putting out the call for the longest. Oh, we need some sort of relief. We need an answer. Well, what was that, the the the, the, the underlying um you know, we always understood economics had to be the engine for whatever we wanted to do. However we wanted to boss up and, and do our own thing, we always needed that particular engine. Until this thing flips over and there's something else and we get back to bartering, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we got to get to what we got to get to. But at the same time, you know, even with the brothers talking about spirituality, don't let it just be an aspect of where it's financially driven. Working with the earth is spiritually benefiting yourself as well. You know what I'm saying? Growing hemp 
and being a farmer. That's you being a creator. You're aiding in the whole, you know, narrative of creation. You know what I'm saying? You are the conduit between those realms. You are bringing these things into existence for them to continuously to give blessings and, you know, the oils that will be made out of them, like the the caller was saying, for medicinal purposes to, to bring forth healing, the clothing that will be made out of that to provide clothing, you know, the shelter, the food, all of these things. This is what it's about, food, clothing, and shelter. So this is, this is yeah, this is the most organic way. This is the way. You know what I'm saying? Everything else is artificial. This is the way. So we got to get back to the land. We got to get back to nature. But why not go back to nature with a super crop? That's just my piece. Indeed. All right, let's go to another caller. We got a caller from the 718. Caller from the 718-576. Very spoken to know the ledge. Peace. I say to the brothers red and blue, and I say to the uh, guest tonight, this brother Urias. I ain't checking it. Urias. Yeah, yeah. I've been doing my homework, too. I've been in observation mode and dealing in the spiritual world a little bit deeper. Um, to what the, the guest is saying, they're very so right. This this is a boom like Silicon Valley that's about to explode because I seen the uh segment on CNN how the guy was talking about how it's an eighty billion dollar market and um what what blew my mind and made me think back to the master teacher Reverend uh Valentine was when he was speaking about why um marijuana was illegal in America due to the guy named DuPont that owns DuPont Paint. He had came up with a polymer that, remember, he was saying the polymer was so strong that he got the United States to ban marijuana and say how bad it was because he had got the patent on that super strong polymer. He didn't want them them to rival, you know, his his thing. He wanted it for industry. But yet here at the day, yep, but look, look, here we are at the dawn of the day where he can't do his wickedness no more, and we have room to go back to what is ours. And another thing to what the the second guest was saying towards how we need to use some of our spiritual uh, our spiritual powers, magic, just like any other race of people, like the Irish, they have their lucky charm, their four-leaf clover. We, we are at a position to where our own people that don't even know how to do spiritual, spiritual practices... They're going to do it because we're in an avenue to where we're growing hemp and cannabis. And what it's saying in the book, to, to, sow seed, I mean, to sow seeds and be plentiful, whether it be children or, or fruit-bearing seeds or any kind of seed, that's a, that's a ritual in it. Put seed, when you put seed in and it bears, you know what I'm saying, it bears life, that's a whole ritual right there, giving back right. the answer. That's what I'm saying, yeah. And uh, on the next thing, um, it's funny to me to where the, the second guest had said something to this term to where, like, we've we've marched, we've asked for help, and we, we sat back and learned what did we learn and do wrong. But here's the kicker to the brother Tupac and I shade to him. Ain't it funny how he was in jail and wrote a manuscript, a manuscript for all the brothers to follow a street code and none of them, all of them brothers, you got to remember, they were all probably 
brought up through a Christian background, a Baptist background, you know, they all put that aside and stuck to that street code. It's like, it's sort of like that's what is needed to be in place right now as we go forward. It's just funny how a man that was, he was from a conscious background, Black Panther, but the way he structured what he did and caught air to the quote-unquote deaf, dumb, and blind, he, he gathered more of the deaf, dumb, and blind than the person that was totally conscious. Mm. And I said, mm. and, the, and the thing was is that the Israelite had ran up to me on Fulton. He was like, oh, what you believe in? Oh, what you believe in? I was just like, in my mental, I was shocked. I was like, man, I got to go into the mind of the God, to Tahuti. I got to think before I speak. And as I thought, the, the, the words came to my mouth. It's like, ain't it funny how Tupac was able to gather all of these different brothers that had different religious backgrounds, wrote one manuscript and, 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 and unified everybody, but here you are on the corner blasting me down and you don't even know me. Mm. And he had nothing else to say. He just got silent. But uh, um, to the to the to the guest, if you could uh, um, put out your informations, because I sort of been working on a a, a plan that's like mine, like yours, and it's like this thing is almost like Las Vegas. If you really think about it, if you really listen to what was being said in the segment on CNN, they were talking about how it's legal, yes, in the state of Colorado, but different communities and areas feel have different opinions about it and how you're being placed with your business into the main uh, shopping area. And the thing came to my mind was like, why don't people just gather, gather up money and do just like what they did in Vegas? It was, it was like, okay, everybody want to wild out and have total fun give them their space, and they had total space, and he developed it, and boom. Colorado's the same place, open hills, lands. If the townspeople want to say, okay, this, we don't want this in front of our children because the edibles are like cigarettes, they look tempting, okay, get together some investors, get some land, and let's get a whole okay corral going, I guess. I don't know. It, this is a really a dawn of, of uh, opportunity for any ethnicity of person, I can't say black, white, whatever. If you got common sense and you aware of your spiritual side, you, this is the time for you to make your move. Like like Polite say, it don't make no sense to be poor, righteous teacher. That that don't do nothing. You can't be spiritually no. solid and not eco- economically based. It it don't make no sense. It's like you're spitting out gems, but on the other hand. You're begging, begging to survive. That that don't equal out. Yeah, definitely. But uh, I'm just gonna listen in for the uh, phone number or email so I could get my thing going because when it comes down to it, we gotta help those who have the ear. You know what I'm saying? That's listening because when it comes down to it, those who say they're really conscious and people say they're really at that level. When you look at all of these religious texts. You look at all of these spiritual systems, and if you're a true aspirant of spiritual wisdom and knowledge and and you're hitting the right vibrational frequency, you will see that all of these teachings are all the same things, just worded different from different individuals' perspectives. But then a deeper thought would be to say, well, if we have Orishas, hollow and all of these spiritual systems and when the aspirant reads to the level and say well Oshun is this person in this spiritual system 
when I think we're about to get to the crux of the original spiritual system. Something major, even more is going to happen in the celestial that's going to manifest in the physical. I don't know if you vibrate right, you can feel it. I can feel it. That's just my personal thing, but I'm talking too much. I got to get back to Brooklyn. <laughs> I see. Well, I see. Peace, my brother. brother. Peace. All right. Let's go to a caller. What is that? That is great. Five seven five. Peace. Welcome to the Less Radio. Chicago. That was from the seven seven three. Hello. Peace. Peace to the guys, man. I'm sorry about that, brother. I was riding in the car and listening to the song. Man, God, I, the show was great. I, oh, learned I love the spirits from the brothers. Man, and I just need to hook up with the brothers. I want to know maybe if I can leave my email with the show or yeah, get some of the brothers' email, man. I'm definitely trying to be down. I, I cut hair. I always let let the show play while I'm cutting hair. I got a lot of the guys that, you know, we're on the same thing, trying to go down to Mississippi and get some land. You know, we had some brothers going to build a skating rink up on some land, but, you know, we definitely not on that now. We're we trying to get on the agriculture, too. Okay. I, I, I tell you what, brother. Uh, well, well, my email address is uh, jackson90, Todd, jackson90todd at yahoo.com. Uh, I, I'll even give you my phone number. I don't have a problem. 713. Yes, Nine six two, okay. Seven one three. Yes sir. Nine six two. Seven four nine one. It's Todd Jackson. Man, I appreciate that, God. Hey okay. man, brother, I'm talking about it's not it's not no coincidence, brother. Uh, I promise you, man. This is just that time, like you, like man, like the brother was saying. But I ain't gonna hold the land, man. I love the show. I'm inspired, and I'm gonna call you, bro. All right. Peace to the God. Good job, brother. Salute, man. Thank you for taking that. Indeed, step. indeed. Peace, my brother. Yes, sir. Uh, let's go back to the 410. I believe that's our brother, Ra Aku. All up in the 410-595. Peace. Welcome to the leg. Okay. Is anybody on the call that has any questions? Um, please uh, raise your hand, press one, and we will get you will open up your call. All right, Philadelphia, I believe that's my brother E. Manhattan, 215609. Peace. Peace, peace. Can you hear me? Loud and clear. Loud and clear. Uh, what's going on, fellas? Um, you know, thanks once again. Um, Good evening to, to Brother Singleton and Mr. Todd. Um, this is definitely something that, that interests me. I've been trying to get into this, or, or at least when I when I used to burn back in high school, I used to tell people like, you know, one day we're gonna get paid for this, and everybody thought I was crazy, but I knew it was coming. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, man. And I I was able to last time I was in New York, I was able to take part in a conversation with with Blue and the big homie Hakeem Green. So. You know, I, I'm just fortunate to 
be a part of this conversation right now. And the brother Michael called me a while ago, and I think we just got um, we kind of lost contact because I was kind of doing things. I know he was doing things, but I do get the text about the Farmers Alliance calls I have sat in on a few. So you know, I just want to say thank you. I, I definitely am receptive to the info and. Brother Singleton, I still have your number. You will be hearing from me shortly, and you know that's that's pretty much my piece, man. Just just thanks for keeping it current, and you know I'm I'm currently still um, deeply involved in in making original art, and um, over the past couple of days, like I, I paint in series, so I did something called the 420 collection, and since since Saturday I did about 15 pieces, but it's all you know psychedelic left brain, so, you know, that's what I was in the process of doing. I lost track of time, and I saw that y'all were on, and, and this is the topic, so it's just right on time. So, as usual, you know, just thank you, brothers, for doing what you're doing, man, and, and sending those thank messages you. out to the ethers. And you, are you thank aware you, that Philadelphia is about to get on the bandwagon with that legalization? Oh, yeah. I, I'm all, I already know, bro. Okay. Like, I'm, I'm talking to some people. You know, some some people who don't look like us, because I, I understand the game, I understand that it's chess, and you know, you use different pieces for what you need to use them for. So, you know, we're gonna get our foot in the door one way or another. If if we the ones that you know gotta be behind the scenes and, and use other people's faces just for the marketing for that universal appeal, so be it. But it's gonna be what it's gonna be one way or the other. That's right. That's right. So. You know, I'm definitely having that convo, and I I'll talk to y'all about some things off of the air, but it's it's definitely things that's happening, man. Like that that wave is coming, it's it's coming soon and it's coming strong. So I, I mean, got that my wave to the ground. Yeah. You know, very true, very true. But you know, I'm just I'm just ready to make it happen, man. Like you know, by any means necessary. You don't got 16 balls for this. No. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm I'm on I'm on the visual tip right now. My my mind ain't even right, right, right. It's not it's not on the word. Yeah, right I'm trying. I mean, I'm trying to see your collection, man. Like, right, right. For the past two months, we've been meeting all the visual artists we've been running into is out of Philly, you know. Oh. And, and all all of you brothers have your own style, and it's interesting because. You know, that was a city that I went to and seen all of those murals on the wall. I was blown away. I'm like, yeah, man. Look at all the art in this city. This is amazing. Yeah. I was just talking to somebody about that yesterday. Um, we want to do something. L.A., too, yeah. You know what I mean? L.A. is the same. You know what I'm saying? L.A. has a beautiful street art scene, wonderful murals, you know, a lot of graffiti. Uh, they seem to be lax on graffiti because they got pieces everywhere. But it makes the city beautiful, you know what I mean? Philadelphia, you know, those are art installations, though. Full, yeah, like everywhere. Yeah, thirty foot joints and all of that. I appreciate it's, it's hundreds that, of them. man. So I mean, all over the city, hundreds. You know, yeah, we, yeah. What shows me when when you plant those seeds? You know what I'm saying? To me, it's no coincidence that there's so many artists in Philly even from the jewelry artists, you know what I'm saying, everybody with this eclectic style, even from the recording artists, the roots and what have you, you know, even with Beanie oh. and all of those waves, you know, Skino, you know, all of that, 
uh, tender grass, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Ambling Huff, you know, just the sound of Philly, the art that comes out of that place is tied into the visuals. So even when we get this thing popping and we build these villages, it's going to be heavy on the art, you know what I'm saying? Murals on the, on the huts and all of that. Absolutely. You know? But the problem is, you know, when you grow up around it, you don't appreciate it. It's like, you know, you, you grow up every day surrounded by roses, to you, it's just another weed. But to somebody who's never seen a rose, it's the most beautiful thing they've ever seen. So that's why people come to Philly and, and are enamored by the city. But people who are from here don't really appreciate what we have. And they, they try to figure out, well, how can I get ahead? Well, you were born into culture. You know what I'm saying? Take what you have in front of you and make something out of it. But everybody doesn't, you know, see the world through rose-colored glasses. Nah, unfortunately, they don't. But, you know what I mean? Um, they don't, but... As long I mean, as we I'll celebrate those who do, yeah. Yeah, I'll email you some of my picks. Like I did, um, I did like twenty in March. I called it the March Madness Collection. So, I mean, if you want to check out my page, it's a bunch of in there. But you know, I, I didn't, I'm close to like fifty right now, and I only been doing this for about a month. But wow. yeah, we we going in. So I got to check them out. That sounds right like there. yeah, that sounds like a show. You know, hey, I'm with it. I'm with it. I got some things popping, so when it's time, I'll definitely I mean, reach out to y'all. I mean, with Absolutely. some of the other creators that I know, but, you know, I don't want to take up too much time. I, I want to get back to concentrating on this on this piece I'm doing, but I just wanted to reach out and just say thank you again, you know what I'm saying? Indeed, brother. Absolutely. Thank you, brother. Peace, peace. peace. I'll call you soon, peace. brother Singleton. Yes, sir. All right. All right, we got right. a call from 310. Call from yeah, 310. young ladies on the line. Let's balance this thing out. Press 1 on your phone. Let us hear your voice. How does this make you feel? You know? 310270. Peace and welcome to another legend radio. Yes, hello. Thank you, guys. This is Michael from uh, California. Blessings from the West Coast. Greetings. Peace. Peace. Yeah. Hey, Brother Blue Pill, if you're there, blessings. Um, thank you guys for the peace, show. Thank peace. you guys for the information. Um, I actually just kind of want to add some some info in the short amount of time that we have, so maybe I can enrich, uh, you know, the show and um, leave some people with some um, actual applicable things that they can do to start establishing uh, maybe even a body of work around tonight's uh, topic <clears throat> to make themselves worth value. Um, before, before I do that, I just want to say that I am a grower out here in the West Coast. I am part of the medical cannabis scene, and uh, my close friends started uh, National Hemp Week out here. And so I've been participating in National Hemp Week, and through that process, I've been able to speak with um, many doctors in the field, as well as uh, industrial hemp activists. And uh, what I've found is that all of the countries that are growing industrial hemp, uh, they've gone through the systematic process of eliminating hemp strains with THC and CBD in them. Um, Hemp naturally contains low amounts of THC and CBD, and there's a reason that THC and CBD show up together is because they work together. Um, So to simply alienate THC um, and just glorify CBD is actually kind of a medical, um, I think it's, it's, it's not, it's not right. 
because anywhere out here where we are actually dealing with patients that are eating up to two grams of what you call Rick Simpson oil a day uh, for cancer or tumors, all of this Rick Simpson oil also has THC in it because what we found is the THC helps the CBD get to um, what's called the endocannabinoid system. It's like a carrying agent. So even if it's like a 15 to 1 mm. or 30 to 1 ratio, it's still really important to have that THC. Um, the endocannabinoid system is a fat lipid system, and it runs from our brain to our toes. So it's it's like the whole endocannabinoid system is like a, it's like a non-local brain. It works in instant. And what some doctors have told me in, in private talks is that they think that in the 1930s when they took hemp away from us and they also took gold, um, that we stopped eating hemp. And hemp is the most bio-readily digestible protein in the plant world. So if, you're, if you stop eating hemp and then, and then the CBD, which is a fat-soluble uh, agent that goes right to the brain and it coats neurotransmitters with a fat, and, and then your neurotransmitters get to, get to fire. So these doctors are telling me that they think it might be responsible for the fact of the rise of um, things like Alzheimer's and um, autism, um, basically these unexplainable neurogenerative diseases that um, we really don't have a name for. Um, but anytime recently, as you see with these children with seizures, when we get a high amount of CBD with THC in there, um, it stops. And I've been personal witness to that. So thank you for letting me speak on that. The second thing is that there's futures being created on this right now. Um, and people are becoming rich in Europe by just growing ma uh, male plants to grow seeds and taking notes on this. Because if there's futures being made on this and there's stocks coming for specific strains of medicinal cannabis, that means that people are going to want to buy your notes on how the plants have been acting. And these are called grow room notes. So for anyone who has mm. been growing or anyone that is interested in growing, these are ways that you can raise your value in this system. Also, seed collecting. Um, and if you can actually get your hands on some old-world hemp that has CBD and THC values, that will probably become invaluable in the future. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Um, also, a lot of science out here in the West Coast has been leading to terpenes which are also called flavonoids. Uh, terpenes and flavonoids in cannabis are shared amongst the whole food world. So the same terpenes that are in blueberries and black pepper, et cetera, also show up in cannabis. And so there's a whole side study around um, terpenes, their values, and, and actually how that has a lot to do with why people um, – oh, here's an interesting side note. The most mineral-rich plant on earth is tobacco, and the second most mineral-rich plant on earth is cannabis. So it's not just nicotine and it's not just THC that people are addicted to. These are food sources, and the research is really heavily leading into <clears throat> terpene reduction and isolating what makes, I'm just going to name a couple strains, like OG Kush. What makes OG Kush OG Kush compared to something like White Widow? which is from Brazil, and it's a sativa. So that's where the science is going. I hope that helps everyone um, because this stuff is going to become very valuable um, really soon here in this in this market that we're talking about. Although yeah, now...
Now, in terms of farming and, yeah. you know, and the drought, the drought out west, how has that been affecting the cultivation of crops and things of that nature? What is the outlook and the forecast for the next three to four to five years, you know, with no water Yeah, there's techniques, and I think California's been through this a few times, and out here in the West Coast, it's a heavy indoor grow scene, so there's a lot of availability to recycle your own water, like using um, atmospheric water generators or collecting the water that your, you know, uh, air conditioning unit gives off and then refiltering it through an RO system. So that that's one thing that I, I, I'm a heavy advocate of is everyone getting an atmospheric water generator. They're 15 to $2,000. Um, many different companies in America offer them. You could generate your own water from, any environment, even the desert, and make seven to 20 gallons of the best water, you know, that you've ever had because it's never hit the ground. It's atmospheric water. But that, that's another note. Um, as far as outdoor growers, it's just going to be about soil amendment and probably the use of a lot of worms, making worm castings, taking those worm castings and making humic acid out of that and using that humic or fulvic acid to revamp the soil and um, use less water. And that's been a big trend that I've been following. Mm. Indeed. All right. You brothers have any questions for Mike? 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 Okay. Well, yeah, thank you guys. Thank you for the show. I've been listening the whole time. And um, thank you for letting me share this information from the West Coast. Thank you. Indeed. No doubt. Thank All right. you. Peace. Peace. All right. Peace. We have one more caller. Caller from the 323. I guess that's Hello. Again. Peace. Hello. Welcome to Another Ledge. Are we, are we live there? Another Ledge. Peace. Sure. Hey, Blessings. This is uh, Tyler Thurman here. Um, a friend of the gentleman who you just spoke to, Mr. Michael DeManis, here on the West Coast. Uh, I'm calling out here from Los Angeles as well. Uh, I had the pleasure of meeting you, Mr. Blue Pill, uh, some years ago. Uh, We were at uh, over in in the community, you know, how we do over here, as well as uh, how the community is building over there. Um, You know, I wanted to call about about several things. First off, Miller Led is just an amazing platform that I'm just so glad that exists, and that is being a translation vehicle and an empowerment motor for for just transformation of this culture that we find ourselves in right now. So I just want to thank you guys for doing what you're doing and continuing to do that and look forward to uh, the more work you guys are doing. So big ups right there. And um, Good thanks. You know, last I wanted to basically also share uh, two more things with you guys. Um, that is uh, – on the 23rd, here in Los Angeles, we're doing a very special event called the Beyond Evolution Project. And um, we invite the NOLEDGE community to become aware of us and for our community out here to become more aware of what you guys are doing. And what this event entails of is basically um, individuals tapping into uh, various uh what we call superhuman capabilities, essentially, whether it be telekinesis or 
you know, understanding how to utilize your intuition more. Um, we're going to have a master uh, matter manipulator who's going to be present at the event. She goes by the name Beyonder. Um, this is a brother who is of our generation who is going public now um, and going to be accessible in teaching people how to how to do this through his particular technique, as many ancient techniques. Um, his is quite unique as well, and uh, he's going to be doing full-scale demonstrations of emanating um, hundreds of volts of electricity out of his body. This is all organic energy and literally visible electricity, not just chi through movement. And um, so this is right. a very, very big thing that we're, that we're going to launch here and, and do consistently. And, uh, and so I want to, I want to share that. Uh, that what we're working on right here on the West Coast, I'm going to be making available. I want to keep the community over there involved as well, too, because, uh, you know, this is just very empowering for people to see that, you know, people of our generation have already mastered those particular abilities to literally, to literally do things that look superhuman on that, even on a visible electric, you know, moving objects across the room type of level. So now's the time that we're going public with that. So that's on the 23rd um, at a wonderful organic vegan restaurant in downtown LA, which I'm sure blew you bench when you're out here called Allah. And uh, so that is um, that's going to be amazing. And how that relates to is there, the hemp company. Is, the there, company. is there a website for it? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, no, but if you go on, no, 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 brother. If you go on Facebook, if anyone goes on Facebook, you can just type in Beyond Evolution Project. As Beyond okay. Evolution Project, and um, we're actually going to be having a blog talk radio show as well. So we hope to 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 be just beat do something unique with you guys as well too. Um, but a part of this event is going to be Beyonder uh, showing everyone what he can do. It's going to be the first time we're going to capture it on video too. So even if you can't attend, um, it's going to go viral. We'll be sure to give you guys an exclusive uh, exclusive uh, uh, um, version of the video for your audience. And another presenter that's going to be there is also a friend of uh, myself and Michael's who was just on the line before me. His name is uh, Eric the Hemp Man Lloyd. And he's going to be talking about the whole hemp industry thing too. And he's really tied into all the, uh, the Marley's and the Europe, other, various other European, uh, you know, kind of hippie guys like and the Nelson, the Nelson, uh, Willie Nelson's son, all those guys out here and the kind of hemp, movement that they're doing out here on the West Coast in the little hippie scene over here that we love so much. And um, right. so that's going to be exciting right there. Um, and then some other really exciting news that is worth sharing. I know you guys already know who this woman is, and uh, I, I really want to share some new updates with you. A new project is beginning this year, gentlemen, that is going to be extremely epic, and it relates to a woman by the name of Sophia Stewart, the mother of the Matrix. Indeed. And, Absolutely. Um, yes, and it is, it is getting ready to take form right now, a new project that we're working on that is going to go public. So I just want to encourage everyone to go to, uh, if you don't know about her or even if you do already know about her, go to her website, MatrixTerminator.com, MatrixTerminator.com. She is the original author and owner of the Matrix and Terminator. Go there and, and support if you can on her little GoFundMe campaign right there. It means so much. A new project is getting ready to come out, Blue and Red, which I want to talk to you guys about. That is, is going to just 
is gonna is gonna Man. show everyone what the matrix was supposed to be. Right. Because we're not a, just talking feature, about this film yesterday. Yes. yes, we were. Just yesterday. Wow. Just wow. Yesterday. It's a divine synchronicity, guys. I mean, this is an amazing thing happening. The the you guys, I mean, you guys will understand, and all of the audience who understands the what we call the divine synchronicity, you know, um, will understand it, uh, the amazing team of people from promotions to production to strategy that are aligning right now behind Sophia. It is next level. It's about ready to go down in Hollywood right now without that Hollywood energy. So this this is, this is a, a really a really exciting thing that I'm sure our community's been looking forward to for a long time. And uh so so I look forward to talking more with you guys uh as well about that. So uh thank you guys for, for having me on the show and uh you know I look forward to hearing more of what you guys are doing and collaborating with you in the future. Absolutely. We appreciate the information, all of the input. And um, if I was in L.A., I'd be front and center with the camera to catch Beyond the. But, you know, I look forward to seeing that footage and maybe people that are listening, you know, on the show right now can be present and represent KTL. But if not, we definitely got to hook something up, see if we can even bring him out here. Exactly. You know? we, we can We can arrange that. We can arrange that. Let's definitely talk about that. Now is the time. Now is definitely the time. Absolutely. And, and also, Absolutely. we would like to let's set up, a, if, if this is something you guys want to do and it's working in the program, let's get Sophia Stewart back on the show. And I think uh, she would love to make uh, the actual more detailed announcement of, of our project uh, directly to you guys. Yeah. That would be something you'd be we, interested we in. Was just, we were just talking about it, a uh, brother that we work with on energy you know what I'm saying? Uh, one of our energy workers mm-hmm. out of the blue came up with the suggestion just yesterday. He was like, I think it's time for Sophia to be back on your show. Uh, you know, and that, that opened up the uh, the conversation that we had. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah, that was just yesterday. So this is definitely uh, synchronicity at its finest. But, yeah, we salute. Thank you for your call. Thank you for your input. Stay in contact in regards to uh, Sophia and the projects, and we'll definitely, you know, make it happen. As we as as we do, and as the universe leads our way, and our ancestors empower us with more wisdom and knowledge, and we continue to listen, learn, and apply this knowledge. Right here we go. Indeed. Blessings, gentlemen. Indeed. Bless very much, and sisters out there. Let's go. Everybody be inspired. Here we go. Peace. No doubt. All right. I wonder. Thank you. Indeed, indeed. Hi, family. The show tonight was sponsored by Another Ledge University, also KTL Empowerment, as well as KingsCounty.BigCartel. And mypowerpc.com. And uh, we want our brothers Michael and Todd to read their information once again to the family. And any last closing remarks or anything that they want to leave the family with, please feel free to do so. Okay, I can be reached at 832 291 0847. This is Brother Mike. My email address is 
I consult, which is I C O N S U L T eight 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 at gmail dot com. So if you call me and I don't pick up, just send me a text and I'll, I'll get back to you as soon as I possibly can. And uh, <clears throat> my phone number is seven one three nine six two seven four nine one. Email is jackson ninety chard at yahoo dot com. That's J A C K S O N, the number nine, the number zero, T O D D at yahoo dot com. And uh, just like Brother Mike said, if I don't if I don't pick up, definitely uh, leave me a message or even better text me. Uh, and and brothers, I have enjoyed tonight. Uh, I, and I just like to urge everybody, hey man, you know, get, get on this wagon some kind of way somewhere. Don't you know? Don't don't let another. This is this is a tsunami that's on us. Yes. Let another billion dollars pass you by. <laughs> it's, be, it's better to be in front of it than behind. So, uh, with, with yeah, that man, don't I, get trapped I, in the I, trap house. You know what I'm saying? Open up the shades and look outside. There's there's all type of wagons and trains passing by. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. White flags Definitely. waving. Yeah, come up out the trap house. All right, let's get this thing together. Amen, and I, I definitely appreciate you too, brother. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Thank you very much for inviting us for inviting us this evening. Um, we really enjoyed it. And one thing that uh, the first call from California tape was um, grow room notes. So let's let's do our research, get all over that, to find out exactly what they're talking about. Indeed. Indeed. That's given us, us an opportunity to invest in that, that cannabis market um, on, on the marijuana side. I mean, there was some things that he said about him. If Dr. Free was, had been with us this evening, she probably would have called him out on it, but that, that's for another time. We, we definitely missed having her on this call because she would have <laughs> thoroughly educated the audience in reference to what CBD oil can do for us um, from a medicinal side. But to help us to uh, turn this thing around like we stated earlier and um, how do we get past the things that are blocking us. And she taught CBD oil as having that ability. No doubt. Well, I look forward to... Um Following up with you, Brother Mike, you know, uh, definitely salute you on the mission that you're on and, uh, you know, the solution that you're bringing to the forefront. And we, uh, you know, we're there. We're there with you, brother. Whatever it is that you need us to do, you know, we're always on deck. We're always on, um, you know, definitely always uh, on the forefront with you. All right? Thank so you, well, you know, y'all, we got started uh, on your program, so y'all are part of part of that shareholder group. So of course, you're part of, of the team. We're honest, definitely, and um, you know, uh, everything that you have spoke of in the last year, as due to my research, you know, has all been proven to be true. You know, what I'm saying you're definitely one of our, uh, you know, one of our researchers. And our visionaries, and we hold that, you know, very valuable. You know, and, uh, 
doing what you do. Continue to um, stay ahead of the curve. You know what I mean. Continue to share the information. Yes. And we will make sure that we apply it to make something of it. All right. Sir. Yes, sir. So, with that being said, family, love and light to everybody. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we look forward to uh, building with the family on Friday. And uh, anything blue? Anything you got to share? Peace, love and light, family. All right, let's not um, take this information passively. You know, we just left out of the active month of you know, or the active sign of, of Mars. You know, we're in here, we're in Taurus, dealing with the Earth. You know what I'm saying? But charge it like a bull. Move toward this information. Do your research. Get inspired to do something locally. At least tie down the land so it can be ready, you know, that transitional period. Get into, get onto the brothers' uh, calls. You know what I'm saying? Get this information more so than anything. The research will prepare you, Right? Proper preparation prevents poor performance. You can be, you know, ten toes down at the door of the future. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You could be in the foyer of a brave new world and totally walk into this new existence, you know? And like we said, these are skills that you can take around the planet with you putting a seed into the earth and yielding a plant. You know, become a co-parent, become a co-creator, you feel me? Partake in this process that does nothing but yield, uh, you know, blessings and benefits, as it always has. Irregardless of all of the arguments and all of the controversies and all of the questions that people have about history, one thing that can't be denied is the process that we're talking about. (laughs) Been here since time memorial and will always be you know, prerequisite to life. You feel me? Until these folks come out with some other shit on their artificial uh, (laughs) GMO thing. And we don't want to see that. You know, we want to represent that, that, you know, holding up that particular flag and, and, you know what I'm saying, what life is and, and the process. So partake, become proud of the process, profit at the same time to take care of your family, and secure your future. We love you. If we didn't, we'd be out at the club on a Tuesday turning up. Turning up. I'm going right. to leave you with this song, Seeds of Heaven, featuring Nas, Love and Light. Hey. See, come. Here they come. come. is to bear with you, touch upon some real issues, senators, government officials, sit at the conference and listen, have a coke, a mineral water, and say I'm reminiscent, of George L. Jackson, Malcolm X's last win when I'm rapping, Americans, Africans, Asians, Russians, and Arab men, 
send your clergyman to journey with Nasha Diamonds through the project. I promise, an unforgettable experience. Compare me with Inhotep, get in Modep. History was stolen, get in my zone. What makes the powers that be less gangster than Al Capone? The Rosetta Stone was stolen like Chicago was. Think I'm a dog? Let's talk about some conquerors. Napoleon, Sun Tzu, King is calm. Hitler, Edie, I mean, I'm a tiller to hunt. Let's bring it back to the cat that invented the gun. From the Indians all the way to the Pentagon. I'm sitting on Capitol Hill. I'm composing this rhyme, guaranteed to make all of y'all feel. The beauty that was trapped under siege. Believe in yourself, you'll be free. Take it from Latinx is the seed of heaven. It's willed in my heart, conceived in my soul to rebel. Oppression is hell of a mirage created by the rival of God. A part of me's harmony from my heart to the street. The whole world now scarred by the mark of the beast. Before light is dark and darkness is peace. Blackness is the seed of heaven, the essential color to be in touch with. Fall in love. The rejection of what's right can mean you're in denial. It either breaks you or makes you become hostile. I swallow many lies before tasting the truth. In the beginning there was darkness, beautiful you. How would life be without night? No tranquility. No way to get away and rest. No stability. I can't see the sky without the moon and the stars. The sunlight blocking everything. The king I'm in raw. People worship the Madonna in the shrines of Spain. I'm proud to share the same blood type in the veins. The holy mother. The loneliest color remains. Can't be temperate. Diluted the chains. They try to make you not want it. Make you run from it. The wickedest men want the ebony punishes. So seductive and sensuous in my clutches. Hot as fire when Moses saw burning bushes. So abused and misused and mistreated. Making niggas want to get drunk and get weeded. Niggas wild when she come out. Pull out and party. Catch a body. Fornicate some soft beef. Chain reaction because it's in the air. The lost tribe scattered everywhere. From the north to west hemisphere. Scientists and archaeologists conceal the obvious. The dead living in little children over time of this. Obsession. Caressing. Every essence of it. Magnetism. Every organism when it comes to it. All questions about resurrection and your connection with God is answered with the beats of your heart. This is the seed of heaven. It's willed in my heart and conceived in my soul to rebel. Oppressed is hell of a rise created by the rival of God. A part of these harmony from my heart to the street. 